My name's Owen, and I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants 5th Edition Homebrew Campaign. Hi, I'm Ali. I'm playing Lyra, the Eldoran Spore Druid, and she is just a little bit obsessed with mushrooms. Hi, my name's Simon. I'm playing the character of Ember. I'm a wildfire druid who's on a quest to be the very best there ever was. Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm playing Harry Harrington, the Harringon, the roguish merchant with the heart of gold. My name is Christian. I'm playing Bartholomew, the romantic dancing owl and paladin of devotion. Hi, my name is Matt, and I'll be playing Niles Silverwind, the Owlin, Way of the Sympathy Hey guys, I'm Jared. I play the character of Thrain, the boisterous frost giant Goliath, half of the giant Barbarian. Hello there, lovely listener. This is just a warning to let you know that this episode of Return of the Giants may contain adult language or adult themes. Hello! Hello, hello! hello. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It is wonderful to see all of you once again for our Return of the Giants 5th edition campaign. Now, before we begin, for those lovely listeners on the podcast, there are two voices you will not be hearing tonight. Um, Obviously, those of you watching on Twitch or YouTube can see the grayed out faces. Um, We are down Simon and Jared tonight. Um, Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to make it. Simon might be on later, but until I'm, I'm going to assume that he's not at this point and I'll play both Ember and Thrain. The good news is we do have a returning voice. Obviously, those who've been watching the the screens can see a lovely familiar face looking a little bit tanned, I would even say, looking relaxed, looking very, very chilled out after his holidays. Rejoining us is Dave. Hello, man. The holiday is full. (laughs) No, no, it was good. It was good. Nice, um... Two weeks of relaxing and like a week of Chinese New Year family visiting. Yeah. Um, my mum's one of nine and her dad is one of 11. So when I say family, family visiting, event, I actually mean like it's a long day. Yeah. Um, you guys are almost an entire venue by yourselves. Well, no, there's a photo every year. They have a, a family gathering. Um, everyone under my great grandparents. So it's oh like my. 300 or 400 people. Goodness. Oh, wow. You have partners and kids and. And you know, yeah, it's it's crazy. They they, they do it at a person's house, so they spill it onto the street because you can do that there <laughs> without a license. That's amazing. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Um, wow, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know your parents were from such big families. Oh no, just mum, mum. Oh, just mum. Like one of three. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty standard. But yeah, wow, that's, mom, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big family. That is, uh, but that's like that's got to be lovely as well, having such a large community of people. I'm imagining most of these like big ticket events tend to go off with amazing food, uh, lots yeah. of fun banter. I'm, I, yeah, I'm guessing a lot of really, really good food. So, so in uh, Chinese culture, we have these things called ang bao or uh, lacy, and it's like the red packets where you have to give lucky money. Um, and when you're younger, you just receive the red packets. Life is great. Yeah. Easy, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But the second you become married, you then don't receive them, and you have oh. to give. So this is your first oh year God. having to give the red packets. <laughs> oh. What a rude awakening that I brought, would have been. I brought 30 packets with me thinking it'd be enough. And I ran out. I yeah. just had to stop giving them out. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, wow. That's um that's rough that it's I, I would have thought it'd be like 18 and like you kind of you get to bring some and you get to get one or two, but no, it's just straight in like you don't get them anymore now. You have to give You still get them anymore. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, that's a that's Here's a band-aid to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's really cool. Uh 
really unfortunate for you, but great for all of your nieces and nephews, I imagine. It's, it's lucky money, so so it's fine. Yeah, yep. Fantastic. Um, no, that's lovely. It is wonderful to have you back. We've uh, obviously uh, still had Harry around for most of the episodes because um, I, I I couldn't I couldn't get the <laughs> couldn't get Harry out of the uh, the picture quickly enough, and so Harry's only been absent for one episode. So uh, Harry Harry is a lingerer. He really is. He just he just, <laughs> he just hangs around for a bit too long. You don't even notice he's there. <laughs> Uh, look, it's it's been it's been really fun playing Harry, but also kind of stressful. The same level of stress I get whenever I play a player character. So uh, so stoked I get to play as two tonight. Um, <laughs> it's always really fun for me, like having to try and like minimize their impact on the story, but also wanting to be as true to the character as possible. Um, it's, it's it's a tough balance. Um, so I'm very grateful that you're back, Dave. <laughs> it's very good. Um, fun announcements. Uh, I've got. One fun announcement um, for those of you who have been enjoying the surviving the aftermath uh, series that I've been sort of posting up. Um, it's coming to a close by the time you watch this video, there'll only be one or two episodes left of that. Um, so that game is coming to a close. I did actually finish the game uh, a day or two ago while I was recording it. So uh, we have hundred percent of that. We've got every achievement in the game and played through the end of all the quests. It was really, really fun. Um, thank you everyone who recommended I should check it out. I was asking for some recommendations for the games you'd like me to check out next and still send those through. But I saw today a game has popped up on uh, Steam. A demo has come out for a game that I've been keeping an eye on for a very, very long time. A game called Synergy, which is a city builder, very Studio Ghibli inspired, but sci-fi where you arrive on a planet. I don't know too much about the context, but you arrive on a planet and you have to essentially do city build and city management on this planet and try and integrate the local resources, fauna, flora, and and either work with them or try and work against them. It's a lot like The Wandering Village, which I also had a lot of fun playing, but sci-fi, um, explorer-esque. It looks a little bit like Surviving Mars crossed with The Wandering Village is the way that I kind of describe it. I'm really excited. Um, the artwork is beautiful. I can't wait to give it a go. The demo um, looks really, really fun. So I'll be posting some videos of that up very, very soon. Um, at the moment, obviously, the demo doesn't have a huge amount of stuff and they're still bug testing. Um, oh, hello. I can hear myself. I can hear myself. Is it Matthias? I can hear you twice as well. There we go. It's all good now. Um, they're still, still bug testing. Knowing my luck, uh, I will find all of the bugs. Um, I remember the last time I loaded up The Witcher 3 to do a bit of a casual stream. Um, I hadn't quite got my mod load order right. And so I loaded into the first tutorial at, Ge uh, at um, uh, Kermorin and the faces weren't attached to the bodies. And so as people moved around, their faces were liquid moving around them. Um, oh. oh. I always tend to find really horrific bugs in games just by accident. So um, if you want to see that, that's up on YouTube as a, as a short. I had a lot of fun doing that. There's, there's a, a video of me crying real tears as I watch this because every time Vesemir lunges forwards, his face stays in position and it just goes out the back of his head. It's, um, yeah, uh, I did I did a HD texture pack for faces and, and I didn't put it in the right load order and uh, <laughs> it was brutal. Uh, so quick, quick plug for one of the YouTube shorts that always brings me joy whenever I see it. Um, so yeah, Synergy, I'll be, I'll be posting up a little poster of that very, very soon. And you'll see episodes coming for that uh, probably in the next two or three weeks. Um, that's probably the only real fun news I have to share in terms of crazy things. Um, I'm going to be moving into the new house over this weekend, but um, I'll still be in this void where I sit right now for the next two sessions. So for Curse of Strahd and for, um, Return of the Giants next week, because I'm also um, dog sitting um, 
the lovely little puppy that my parents have and we debated whether or not we take it with us to the new place but we're going to keep her here just because she's still very very young and the other place had dogs and she hasn't had all her vaccines yet and I just want to make sure she doesn't get yeah everyone's shaking their heads we all know about parvovirus in Australia um I'd rather she not get exposed to it especially given that we had a parvovirus scare from Tom from the Curse of Strahd um sessions uh, he had a new puppy and there was a a 24-hour oh, cycle where it looks like she might have got parvovirus. She's completely fine. It was a false positive on the uh, screening test, but it was very, very spooky. And it has definitely, like, for me, it's cemented no stupid risks with a lovely little pup. So um, I'll still be here for the next week. But then after that, I'll be in the new setup, which means some really, really nice uh, sound dampening. It means air conditioning, hopefully, for me, because you can't uh, quite see it because I deliberately wear shirts that don't show the sweat too badly. But um, by the end of our sessions, I, I, I look like I've been swimming. <laughs> it's the only way to describe that so i'm very excited for that uh and i'll do a quick tour of the new house once we're all set up too i know a few people were asking for that on discord so i, I will do that because it'll be really fun um yeah that's all my fun announcements any other fun announcements to share i'm looking forward to the welcome to my crib video yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a very boring mtv crib it's like hey here's the third room and we're done it's just it's just <laughs> empty i don't have enough stuff yet to put in it and here's the kitchen where I don't have a coffee machine, but we do have a microwave, and you look at that microwave. Uh, our coffee Wee. machine broke in the move, so now I don't have a That's terrible. It's okay. I'll, I'll look. In the grand scheme of things, having to drink instant coffee for a couple of weeks while I save up for a new coffee machine, I'll manage. It's okay. <laughs> I can see you, like, really, though, it's fine. It's okay. It's going to be all right. I've, okay. I, yeah, I, most, most of my student years were spent drinking instant coffee. It's okay. I'll be That's fine. Fair. I will. I will survive. Even if I didn't have to drink coffee at all, I'd probably still survive. Um, it wouldn't be pleasant, but I would make it through. Um, get a pour over at least. What's a pour over? Is that like the plunger it's, coffee? Um, no, no. It's like a sort of a big funnel that sits sort of on top of like your teapot yeah. or your mug or whatever. You have filter paper in it. Stick all your grinds in, and then you slowly pour the boiling water over the top of it. Oh yeah, that makes way more sense. I'll just do that. Then. See, look, not even that bad. It's yeah, great. Okay. But it'll be a very boring yeah. MTV crib, is what I'm saying. Like, prepare to be thoroughly underwhelmed by the crib. It's going to be very, like, I don't own a lot of shit. <laughs> so it's going to be very underwhelming. Um, yeah, that's that's the. I, 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 what I'll do, instead of. I'll do add on to the MTV cribs the reason that we bought this house, which is like that it's quite close to the beach. I'll do a, a quick video of like the dogs having a run around on the beach at the dog beach at the Gold Coast, which is beautiful. So, I mean, that's, that's the main reason we're there, not because the house is particularly nice. It will be once we do Sabrina, but. I said very boring MTV cribs. Um, is that still a thing? Are they still doing that show? Surely that's gone. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it stopped around the time that Pimp My Ride also stopped a long yeah. time ago. The only thing I remember about MTV cribs is that Tommy Tallarico lied about being on MTV cribs a number of times. He was that um, sound designer who claimed that he created the Roblox oof when he, in fact, did not, and then just lied. And that it's like, I thoroughly recommend checking out the video by H. Bummer Guy about Tommy Tallarico, Roblox.oof. It is an amazing deep dive into a man who's willing to lie about anything and everything and like it's an hour and 40 minute video unpacking this man's lies beginning to end and by the end of it you genuinely don't know what the truth is anymore you kind of just sit there being like what is truth is it a is it a construct does it actually exist at all or can people be immensely successful and get whatever they want by just lying to every single person they meet because uh, apparently they can a lot of shows coming out like that recently um just as my partner's been wanting me to get me to watch this woman that tricked a bunch of companies into giving her money this big legal oh. case. That was oh, wow. a show or something, isn't it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sounds interesting. Yeah. I, I love a, I love a little bit of true crime every so often. I've I've just started watching The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix because I'm a big Edgar Allan Poe fan, and so far I'm thoroughly ah. enjoying it. It's ex excellent. I'm really enjoying it. It's um it's gruesome though, <laughs> as you would expect for Edgar Allan Poe. I do need some recommendations. I am looking for shows to watch, so I will. Be have you all of seen now. Avatar yet? I haven't. That's who has who list. has seen who has seen Avatar apart from me? Dave hasn't. Christian. No, I, I am going to watch it at some point in the next yeah. couple of days. Um, I think Jess is actually watching it at the moment. She's like, do you want to watch it together? And like, like I've heard some mixed opinions, mixed. so I'm not. it's not going to be like a series that I need to watch with you together. We'll just watch it when we get time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Uh, the Avatar crew, well, excluding Ali, who refused to join us, uh, we did a little uh, <laughs> review as soon as episode one dropped, which you can catch on YouTube. Um, I have updated my score, which was uh, originally, I think, because we were asked to do a score out of 20, but I prefer a score out of 10. Roughly after episode one, I had about, I think it was about an eight to 8.5 out of 10. By the end of the series, I was down to about a seven out of 10. Um, the middle the middle really, like episode four in particular, I, I found very little to love, but they kind of got back into the, the, the pace of things and, and picked things up a right. lot towards the end. But, but overall, like CG, stunning. World building, stunning. Acting, mostly pretty good. Um, Occasional stories, occasional characters. I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Some uh, of them, okay. but but like most of them were pretty spot on. And um, particular standout for me was uh, was Sokka. I thought he was excellent. I really oh, enjoyed. Good. Him. Yeah, yeah. All That's of those good. fears, all of those fears were laid to rest. He was actually fantastic, and he still captured the essence of Sokka um, without turning into a caricature i thought he'd really that's 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 good to know because i think i think early on a lot of people were worried that he wasn't going to convey no, he the was same. he was great yeah. and and the kid who plays ang was also fantastic too general okay. iroh tough tough shoes to fill mm. i thought he did a really good job i actually really enjoyed him as iroh i thought um and they added a scene with him talking to ang in the first episode when ang gets captured by zuko or goes willingly with zuko into the ship that was really nice and i really appreciated because okay. it kind of gave yeah, you, you got a real sense of Iroh, who he was from the very first interaction. And I really enjoyed that. I nice. see a bunch of memes everywhere saying that he's like, there's like Appa riding an Appa, and it's always got Iroh now. Do they refer I... to him as Appa in the show at all? Yeah, they call him Appa. Okay. No, it's an Iroh. Oh, do they call Iroh Appa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a bunch of memes of like um, them saying that like there's two Appas in the show now, and then Appa riding Appa riding Appa, and they've just got him continuously like blue screened over one another oh I, wow I don't know. my only interpretation of that is the internet's a weird place um <laughs> and not always not always uh discernible <laughs> in how they act i don't know i i maybe i missed something major and i've missed the opportunity to be a meme merchant um no idea i couldn't comment sorry <laughs> i wish i knew more it sounds interesting um so, so i guess the question is yeah. the question is liv hasn't watched uh oh okay so, she has low patience. We watched one episode and she just zoned out and couldn't keep watching. Dang. Would, would it be better to try yeah. to force her to watch the the cartoon? Oh, okay. Netflix series? I think you'd be better off showing her the first episode of the Netflix live action if she's got low patience, mainly because the first episode of this is amazing. It's really good. And, like, the, the opening grabs you straight away. I thought it did a really good job. I would then... If she's interested in the story, try and transition her back to the animated series. <laughs> if you can, so like four by three by four ratio and like, like, yeah, nah, yeah. It was if a you challenge. can, I reckon it's worth it. I, I would say that like, and there's only eight episodes in the live action or six, eight. I think there's eight. So 
like it's not too much of a commitment whereas like airbender there's a lot and and it is hard coming without the nostalgia as an adult for the very first time watching it because it is a kid's show so you've got to have that sitting in the back of your mind i i think nostalgia is a powerful thing that's so powerful it's it's a very powerful thing yeah i talk i talk to a lot of people about a lot of the franchises that i really enjoyed and still enjoy even now um but it's hard when you're trying to sell it to people that didn't really like grow up in that same vein. like one of my friends for example never watched star wars at all and i'm like a big star wars fan obviously i have you know stuff up in the walls and stuff and it's like it's a very hard sell to give it to be like oh you got to watch the original like the original trilogy so it's a, it's classic and like, it's he's just like yeah but it's fantastic yeah but he's, he's like yeah but, you know like i don't have the patience and that the cgi hasn't aged very well it's okay like, it's aged better it's, than some it's fine it's, 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 it's a hard sell for some if they weren't in that like that whole thing and that, i mean that's one example there are other examples yeah yeah speak. absolutely but yeah it's a hard one i don't know yeah i reckon yeah. i reckon dave start off with episode one of the netflix last airbender and then if she's interested in the story i would then like just just don't let her watch episode four of the netflix one like you can get up to episode two or three and then i would transition her just whatever you do like if she's going to watch the omashu and king boomy thing it has to be the animated one because i feel like that was almost a turn-off point for me where i almost went nah this is irredeemable <laughs> and i worked through it and i'm pleased i did I feel like the best thing about the Avatar series as well is like it's it, it's obviously great. Like I love yeah. it. Um, not probably not as much as other people do. I know there are some people that are very keen. But the best thing for me is like the way it builds up and like it like I feel like it's one of those shows that, that builds up into such a satisfying like conclusion. Oh, absolutely. Like it does it so well, and I think you've got to really stick it out. Like you know those episodes where it's like oh you know there's a little bit of character development, but there's like not a lot going on. But like when it when you get when you get to like that last bit of the of the series, it's all just, of season three, it's all of book so three, so good. I like yeah. every single episode hits so well. Yeah, yeah. Seeing seeing how like so, how accomplished everyone's become, and like seeing how their characters have developed into who they are at the end of the series is like so satisfying. Yeah, it makes it worth it. We we should I I hundred percent agree with you. I'm just realizing that we should definitely probably start playing D and D at some point. Uh, <laughs> I, I was partly I was partly like, stalling cool. in case Simon joined us just so that I could then immediately hand over Ember to him. But um I I'd say at this point uh, oh, hang on, I might have it's a message. All good. I might I might call it at this point and I'll say so I think it's uh I think it's time to to play some D and D now. Dave, you said you were caught up. Um I've got a thorough yep. recap anyway, which I'll read through to get us in, and we're going to be jumping straight in with Harry and Zaylin. So I will read our recap and we will jump straight back into the session. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember and Thrain are delving deep below the earth, into the Underdark, seeking to investigate rumours of stone giants taking territory and arming for war. Now accompanied by Bartholomew, an owl and taken prisoner by the Duragar, the team are on their way to Blindenstone, the last city stronghold of the Svevniblin. During their journey through the vast network of caverns, the team stumbled across a Myconid colony and sought respite from the many dangers of the Underdark. Agreeing to help the Myconids eliminate a village of Kuatoa posing a threat to the colony, the team travelled along the edges of the Dark Lake into a small subterranean cavern. Reaching the Kuatoa village, the party interrupted the creatures in the midst of summoning a dark octopus-like entity. The party leapt into action, breaking the magic, destroying this monster and eliminating the Kuatoa. In the aftermath of the battle, our heroes discovered a mural at the back of the cavern depicting the very distant past of Nostea and the giants who first inhabited it. 
Making their way back to the Mycenid Circle, the party reported their success to the three Mycenid sovereigns, who were pleased to hear the threat posed by the Kuatoa was no more. During the course of these discussions, Lyra asked the sovereigns to assist her in understanding the way in which their spores function, which resulted in the revelation that she has some deeper connection to the Mycenids than had previously been known. Now calling her Little Sovereign, Lyra's symbiotic entity Swampy seemed to be rather acutely affected by exposure to the spores and the Mycenid magic. While Harry and Zaylin planned on escaping the circle without the Shadowblades realising, Lyra practised her new powers, and Ember used the knowledge of the gnomes to locate the exact position of more of the caches hidden by the Society of Brilliance. Meanwhile, Bartholomew spent some time with Gook, and together they worked on making him a new amulet. Taking some downtime before they made the journey to Blindenstone, the group took this brief opportunity to catch up on sleep, while Harry and Bartholomew kept watch. However, the group once again found themselves in a giant dream, this time taking place amongst an abandoned frost giant encampment far to the north of Nostea. Awakening with this knowledge still fresh in their minds, the team finished preparations for departure. Lyra bidding farewell to her new Mycenid friends, while Niles and Bart realised they had past connections of their own. Meanwhile, Ember showed off some impressive illusionary magic, taking the form of Zaylin and impressing her so much that he ended up taking her cloak as well. With the party temporarily split in two, Harry and Zaylin making their way to the surface while the rest of the group headed below, leaving the Zirkwood Forest and delving deeper into the caverns leading to Blindenstone. With the knowledge that drow assassins may well be tailing them, the team stopped to set up an ambush along the way. Revealing themselves and demanding the location of Zaylin, the drow emerged from the gloom. However, this was quickly revealed to be an illusion. While Ember tried to de-escalate the situation, Thrain insulted the matron mother of the drow, kicking off a brutal fight between the party and the three assassins who had been tailing them. The combined attacks of Bart and Niles managed to knock the Shadowblade captain down and continually stun him, allowing Thrain and Ember to brutalise him. Meanwhile, Bartholomew took some heavy hits from Poison Blades, Lyra rushing in to save him with a flaming sphere. We left off last session as the captain of the Shadowblades is decapitated, the Shadowblade mage Misty steps away, and the last remaining Shadowblade is smashed by a powerful strike into the cave wall. But in fact, we're going to jump back in time a couple of hours to Harry and Zaylin. Harry, Zaylin has disguised herself as Lyra, taking on her exact appearance, using probably what you would say is the spell Disguise Self. And as she begins sort of waving off the rest of the party, she turns to you. You see them walking down, uh, Bartholomew on top of uh, Kong Chi, uh, the deep gnomes riding on Thrain's shoulders, while Niles, Lyra, and Ember cautiously looking around, keeping an eye out for danger, bring up the rear of the party. As they all sort of get out of range and begin moving through into the Zirkwood Forest, Zaylin turns to you, smiles and hefts her pack up on her shoulders. <clears throat> well, I think it's time we were on our way, don't you? Yeah, I agree, Lyra. I think it is time we do. Yes, Harry. Um, the voice, I'm not quite doing it right. Um, what do I need to do? A bit higher? No? Oh, yeah, a bit chirpy ears too. She's a she's a pretty pretty uh, chirpy less. Uh, is this a bit better? Do I sound a bit chirpier? Yeah, I, I don't even know it's you anymore. Great. Okay, well, I'll I'll try and be a bit more upbeat, and I'll imagine that I've lived on the surface with butterflies and rainbows and sunflowers around me at all times. In mushrooms, yeah. 
And mushroom. Yes. Yeah. What, what is it with the mushroom? We'll talk about that later. All right. Farewell, my canids. She loudly proclaims, uh, trying her best to kind of copy Lyra's voice, but uh, mm. I've rolled a quick performance check and it is a total of eight. So uh, it's not the best impersonation of Lyra. Um, but as she begins walking along, Harry, uh, sort of hop along to catch up with her. And as the two of you begin making your way back up, this time, rather than following the party down the pathway through the Zerkwood Forest, following the swirling, almost like curved, rocky pathway that you originally used to arrive at the Mykonid Circle, tracing your, your steps back up uh, towards where the spiral uh, tunnel that had been carved by a purple worm would lead you back to the surface. As you begin making your way along, Harry, what's your passive perception? Kiss of perception is 17. 17. Okay. Harry, as you are making your way along following Zaylin, would you be talking to her at all? Talk me through. What would Harry's kind of general mood and affect be? Well, I mean, Harry wants to spot them again because he got praised last time he spotted them and that made him feel good about himself. So Harry's looking around. Um, okay. But also, like, oh, yeah, uh, Larry walks a bit bouncier. She's she, she's got a bit more of a bent in her step. Um, this is ridiculous. Just, oh, yeah. oh, yes. And she does, like, a half sort of skipping thing as she begins walking along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah, uh, I guess Harry is just looking around, but also just trying to make small talk, but also not too invested in the small talk. So, like, um, um Oh, yeah. Like, uh, they told you about the uh, the guild, yeah? Yes, they mentioned that. Um, very, very exciting to talk about the guild. Sounded great. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I, I only went for the first time just the other day. Um, not so nice people, but they have lots of resources, so that's also useful. Resources sound wonderful, and I've got this lovely card I was gifted. Oh, I'm going to treasure it always. Uh, Harry has a bit of a chuckle at the sarcasm in her voice. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, could I get you to please make me a persuasion or investigation check? Your choice. If you are actively looking around. or investigation. Okay. Perception. Did I say persuasion? Perception oh, or investigation check. Sorry, I don't know why I said persuasion. That, that makes sense. <laughs> if you can persuade them to emerge from the gloom. Uh, 12. Um, Harry. There's only a 12. Try as you might to not get too engaged in small talk. The sight of Lyra, because she looks like Lyra right now, the sight of Lyra kind of like almost like skipping around, like a caricature of what someone would see an elf to be like, is kind of funny and kind of <laughs> distracting. <laughs> and like occasionally she stops, like bends down and plucks a mushroom and goes, oh, what a glorious example of Mushrucolia bouncerificus, one of my favourites. And then sort of sniffs it. And goes, I'll tuck this away for later, and like puts it in a pocket, and then looks at you and like does like a tiny subtle thumbs up. Yeah, Harry, Harry does like a, a, a um, engaged nod. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as you guys carry along, uh, it doesn't take too long, Harry, before you arrive at the edge of the Zerkwood Forest once again. Um, this is near to where you had first. Uh, entered into the forest to get to the Mykonid Circle on your on your way in. And you can see the cavern opens up again onto that large, um, almost like domed uh, inner section where you had actually faced off against Tim the Darrow and those uh, other creatures that you had, uh, had ambushed before, where you first met Bartholomew. As you enter into this section of the cavern, 
there's a sudden flash of light in front of you, this dark purple sweeping flame that leaps across the pathway in front of you, forming a barrier, blocking your way forwards. Striding through it, you see a tall figure, the flames licking up across their body, unaffecting. Dark purple skin, white hair held underneath what looks like a a shadowy hood, keeping their face just a little bit hidden. You can see what looks like a dark elf, a drow. The clothes, the shadowed leather armor, almost has this kind of like chitinous appearance to sections of it, the chest, the shoulder pads, uh, the greaves, the pauldrons, and the braces all have this very insect-like appearance. And as the figure strides through the flames, you watch as they hold up their left hand, upon which you can see a hand crossbow strapped to the underside of their arm, uh, very much like the Phantom Blade from Assassin's Creed um, Unity, if uh, if you have ever played that dave perfect i knew i knew you'd get that reference so it's like imagine like a hand crossbow but like hidden underneath the wrist so that it can't be seen otherwise and the the, the, the two arms flick out as the person holds up their arm and points it towards you a voice calls out to you stop right there you have walked far enough isn't the point of the concealed blade to like use it as a concealed weapon later as a surprise we will not spill the blood of the innocent unless provoked. And as we have not ascertained yet who you are, we will not fire at this moment. But know you are surrounded, and any aggressive acts will be met will be met with swift retaliation. Where? If Harry can Harry yeah. like clock around? Hundred percent. Do you want to make me one more perception or investigation check? Your choice. With that context of knowing that you need to look for people. Um, yeah, okay, yep. I, yeah, I, I should have asked earlier and come up with a plan with um, Salem about what to do. 21, bit better. Now that you're kind of clued in to something happening, no longer the distraction of, of Lyra, quote unquote, um, being a bit of a caricature of herself, as you look around, you're pretty sure you can see up on one of the ridges at the edge of the Zerkwood Forest, right where you just walked a bush suddenly sort of move and shake as if someone just passed through it. But you can't see anyone. You can see the foliage just shift a little bit. And over towards your left, down in a little bit of a uh, a divot, as the pathway rises up, there's a little hollow section underneath. You can see these ferns have slowly started to glow with this bioluminescent, almost like a, a soft bluey green. You're not sure why they've suddenly started to glow. So I spot two is what you're saying, apart from the one in front of me. Apart from the one in front of you. Yeah, I mean, there could be more, but I spot two. Okay. You spot two. Um, well, you think you do. You spot two things that stand out to your perception of 21. Harry uh, side eyes to um, Lyra yeah. and uh, taps his foot twice um, to try and signify that there's two others. Um, yeah, you, Zaylin, dis- not, but- Zaylin disguised as Lyra. Uh, does a very imperceptible nod of her head and turns towards raising her hands. The staff that she's carrying, this staff that looks like Lyra's staff, she she tucks behind and raises her hands and goes, um, oh, gosh, so sorry. We're just visitors from the surface. Uh, we are, um, I, I, I'm a researcher. I really like mushrooms. I just wanted to have a look at some of the mushrooms here. I brought my, my rabbit friend. He also likes mushrooms to eat. I love the shrooms. He loves the shrooms. Uh, we're just um, j- just visiting the myconids. 
Yeah, we, Is there um, anything we, we can we, help with? We hear from we're yeah we were here we were sent down to uh, just have a chat with the maintenance and, and, and investigate the area. Who are you, uh, Harry? I would love for you to roll me a deception check. I'm going to roll one for Zaylin too. The two of you are kind of like backing up each other's story. Twenty-five. Twenty-five, Dave. Um, yep. Little bunny. I'm going to say that like. Are you actually a little bit afraid, or is this all an act? Um, I mean, Harry expected all this, so I mean, it's not like it's not like yeah. it's a shock or a scare. He 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 doesn't want to come back because it's it's three v two. Um, so but a minimum, scare is not the word. <laughs> um, but he's probably just alert and yeah. a bit annoyed that he didn't. Uh, talk about <laughs> something earlier so yeah. I, I i did make a point what would you be i was like would you be talking yeah. to zayla what would be the plan you're like no nah, i wouldn't be paying attention to her i was like nah. <laughs> fantastic thank you dave zaylin also rolled really well that's a 21 from zaylin um you are definitely the more deceptive one and you can see as they look between the two of you looking at lyra quote unquote zaylin just dis- dis- um uh, disguised as lyra and then turn back towards you harry you watch as the figure slowly lowers their arm for a moment and goes, Do you speak Elvish, Harry? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. In that case, you hear, Is this a trick, little one? You watch as uh, Zaylin, dis- disguised as Lyra, um, sort of like shakes her head and goes, No, no, no trick. Um, if you tell us what you want, we'll we'll help. I have some money with me, and you watch as the the drow, the woman striding forwards, just shakes her head in disgust. I do not want money. You, you, you spent. Want, you want. You spent uh, time. She's speaking English now, or she switches now, back to or? English. Yeah. Oh well, oh, yeah. common, I should say. Uh, okay. Actually, no. I'm given. I think she's going to stay in Elvish. So yeah, Harry will pretend to, he doesn't understand. Oh, okay, amazing. Okay. Um. They, they don't seem to they're not they're looking between the two of you as if expecting maybe you'll both understand this knowing that definitely lyra does um you spent some time in the mycanid circle we saw you enter leave many times there is a fugitive there one we have been hunting for some time seeking some sort of sanctuary within the walls of the mycanid's power know that this person is a criminal an enemy of the drow and they will be found and punished did you see such a person within the mycanid circle if you guys are saying something important uh maybe maybe speaking in common so we can help out too like, uh... you watch as the drow woman turns towards you but given your deception check a 25 size and then repeats herself in common to you <laughs> oh, a fugitive hang on lyra do you not speak elvish you're an Eladrin. You do. It's it's a base language for you. If it's not there, it's because of a D&D Beyond glitch. You definitely speak Elvish. All Eladrin do. I'll I'll have a look. It'll be a, it's a D&D Beyond glitch. If 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 you do not have the language Elvish on your character sheet, that is because D&D Beyond has had a goof. She grew up in a um a test tube. That's why. Well, yeah, cuz she's technically wasn't um you would have elvish, been taught like... you would have been taught elvish while in the fey wilds there's no way the fey would have <laughs> sullied their tongues with the disgusting common language more than is absolutely necessary yeah, um, she speaks sylvan just fine oh fuck 
okay. Maybe you don't speak up fish then. That's kind of funny. We'll have to. Okay, we'll talk about this. I, yeah. We'll talk about this. Do you, do you have Cory listed as a language on your thing? Right, if you yeah. if you want to if you want to switch that to Elvish, I'm more than happy to allow you to do that. Because I'm going to say that like Cory language for you was kind of like a form of Elvish because it was you speaking to Shana. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Because there's no way an Aladrin doesn't speak Elvish. <laughs> that's just that's madness of the highest order. Um, what about uncommon? Do you speak uncommon <laughs> or undercommon? I think it's called is the the version of it, right? Yeah. No, that's fine. Um. The, the drow repeats herself in common, Harry, for you. A fugitive? Uh, I know nothing about a fugitive. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm also here from the Thieves' Guild, and I'm here to look for uh, rocks and uh, gems, because I was told that I could find uh, stock here to steal, because it's very up up top, so I kind of came in here to investigate. Sorry, you said you were here to steal things, so you admit you're a criminal no. from the surface world. I'm here to investigate the resources that are down here in the Underdark, whether it's here in the Mykonid area or outside. The Underdark isn't... You can't... The Underdark is public public property. You watch as the drow slowly raises the crossbow again and goes, Caverns of this land belong to us. We are the sovereigns of this land, not some mushrooms. It is not free property. This is drow territory, and you are trespassing. Well, we were actually on our way out, and um, I didn't find any rocks anyway. Uh, Would you say that you have been scoping out resources? No doubt to communicate to the surface world and bring a force back to take what we have. Well, I actually didn't find any anyway, and I can also go back and tell them the message that uh, it's drow area and uh not too nice with it harry i'm gonna need a persuasion check please <laughs> as you it's all the truth it's it all is the truth, it is so. it is the truth although although you did just tell a bunch of drow that you were coming here to scope out their shit <laughs> to go and tell the surface <laughs> 25 again anyway. harry Whoa. oh my god mate so I good to know. What can I say? Yeah, I, I, that is a good off. point, Harry. That is, it's, it makes a lot of sense for Harry to be persuasive. <clears throat> Zalen, who was starting to get a bit tense, relaxes as you come up with this explanation, kind of nodding along and going. I, I, and and I, I have, I, I have taken some samples of spores. I, I assume that is okay. Uh, I can leave them if not. Cannot for mushroom spores. Shut up. Rabbit, do you swear to me, to us, and I tell you now, to break an oath in front of the Shadow Blades is death. We will find you wherever you are. We will hunt you down. Those you love, you will be the last to die. We promise you that, but die you will. What did you see in the circle? Did you meet with the elf? Drow there, Zaylan. He, um, the Mekinids mentioned a, uh, a, a visitor here. Uh, so some of my, some of my, um, party went to go meet them, but, uh, I didn't, we didn't really stay long. She was very confrontational, so we just left. She seemed a bit of a bitch, to be honest. You, you hear it. <clears throat> yes, I didn't speak with, the bitch either 
<laughs> next year. As Zaylin shoots you a look. <laughs> There's a pause. You watch as the, the drow figure suddenly shimmers and vanishes, disappearing in front of your eyes, almost fading into nothingness as the purple fire disappears as well. From behind you, you hear the sound of footsteps, and as you spin, you see the same figure walking towards you. Crossbow still out, but you can see their hand is slowly moving down as they lower it. And as they stand about 30 feet away from you, you watch as the figure looks at both of you. What is your plan next? Yeah, well, we're going to do a big up. Because um, I didn't find anything, so I need to go tell him. And I'll also tell him that it's drow territory and that uh, you're very powerful. So we, um, not I'll advise him not to mess with you. It doesn't help because we didn't find anything anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I might come back down and wait for the, the rest of my party later, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll wait for him up top. Not sure. Your friends, they would not have been foolish enough to offer sanctuary to this criminal. Uh, no, again, they came back pretty annoyed because she was pretty rude to them. Um, but I, at the end of the day, they could be, I don't know. You watch as the figure turns, pulling out from her pack a small, almost sort of nondescript looking black stone as she holds it up to her ear and then whispers into it briefly Fuck. and then listens to her ear again. Well, if what you say is all true, then you will not have any problems with us quickly checking for illusionary magic. Fuck. Rabbit? <laughs> oh, no. Um, Dave. Uh, um... Um, do I know how close to me they have to be to um, to like cast cast uh, detect illusionary magic? Uh, it's something that's commonly known. Do you do you do you have like I mean you you know one or two little things about magic? Do you want to roll me an Arcana check to see how much you know about detect magic or dispel magic? Because there's two there's two spells one. they might be employing here. Or I mean they also that's could be eight. employing some sort of spell that lets them see things, like some sort of sight granting spell. Eight, Harry. Uh, they probably have to touch you. That'd be right. Like to know if it's an illusion, you just put your hand through it. Uh, and they're, they're blocking the exit, or are they? No, they've come from behind you. The exit's still in front of you. Um, and the other two I spotted were they toward the exit or were they towards the inside? Is it uh, following on either side of you, like perfectly in a horizontal line on either side okay, of you, one to the not, left, one to the right? Not blocking the exit. Not blocking the exit. The exit was originally blocked by these like ghostly purple flames. That illusion has since been dispelled, as has the illusion of the drow illusion. standing in front of you. Yeah, well, I mean, you saw the the magic disappeared, faded into nothingness. And there's no scorch marks on the ground, so. <sighs> um, Harry doesn't know enough about magic to know if this if Salem's magic will pass. Um, Zaylin next to you goes, Oh, of course. Harry, did you, you could be tested first if you wanted. Yeah, sure. Harry steps in front of Zaylin. Nice. As um, you step in front of Zaylin, uh, could I get you please make me a dexterity saving throw as two things happen? Oh, what? Okay. Yeah, I just need to know what you're doing. <laughs> um, 
Dex, Dex, Dex. You'll be pretty good at this. You're a Dex. Saving throw, you said. Saving throw, please. I can add four to it if it's low. It's a 25. Oh, it's 25 anyways. Well, yeah. Um, Harry, suddenly you feel hands on your back trying to push you forwards. Uh, you have the option here of kind of rolling with it or spinning around and letting the person who pushed you stumble forwards. Do I know if it was Zaylin that pushed me? Uh, I'd say that you just stepped in front of Zaylin and immediately felt hands on your back pushing you. I, it's a fair guess. Um, Harry pushes back and, and whispers run. Okay, so as you, as you spin around, I'm going to say rather than like turning around and pushing her back, the momentum, you use it to spin around and spin her and then throw her forwards, like throwing her out of the way, pulling on her, like using her existing momentum and just adding to it with a spin. As you throw her forwards, you watch as the drow who is talking to you raises their hands and clasps them together and a pulse of magic flies out from them. Zaylin's Lyra disguise immediately just sinks away fading into nothingness. You watch as it starts to break apart and disappear. As you throw her away, you watch as Zaylin stands up, turns around facing you and the drow, smiles, and then vanishes into mist. Cool. Uh, There is an immediate cry of alarm from the three drow who immediately begin sprinting forwards. The one who was talking to you, the the woman dressed in the the very chitinous armour, looks at you, throws you this filthy look, and then fires with her crossbow. Um, Harry, at, at you. Okay. Harry, does a... That's a natural fucking one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? Um, Harry backflips out of the way. As, as you, like, <laughs> keeping this momentum running, as you dart forwards, you hear the sound of the crossbow bolt. And then a sound of a click and a curse in Elvish as the string on the crossbow gets jammed in the mechanism and the bolt just clatters uselessly onto the floor. Uh, Harry, I need to know what you're doing. Um, is there any traces of Zaylin? Uh, you can, Zaylin has intermissed and seemingly, I mean, you've seen Lyra do this once before. You get the sense she's done a similar spell. She's probably had to- Okay, gotcha. Um, Harry will, which means she can't be that far. Like you've you've seen Lyra do this yeah. spell, and she doesn't she doesn't go very far. How close is the one that shot at me? Uh, they were sort of about 20, 30 feet away. But if you sort of ducked and, and dodged underneath this, I'm happy to say you're about forty feet away. Because yeah, I've been closer. Sure, you can duck and roll towards them, ducking underneath and getting within ten feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd like to do that. Yep. Um. Fuck, I think they're pretty strong, right? Um. Harry would like to. Is it Booming Blade where they can't move afterwards? Booming Blade. Yes. Is it, are we in initiative? I'm putting this in a pseudo initiative because it's only two of you. So okay. it's just you, then her, you, then her. Because so the other Harry, two Harry, sprint Harry's off after Zane. Yes. It's the Booming Blade with yep. his action. And then get the hell out of Dodge yeah, by that's running fair. and also using his bonus action to, to dash as well. Okay. Can. Fantastic, because you, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, make me an attack roll. Come on, booming blade. You've been rolling well tonight. Uh, I'll just need you to roll to hit. I've got the damage. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, okay. Roll to hit. Uh, I'll just use an attack Man, my. That, uh, that... that natural one was disappointing. That would have been. Uh... Oh fuck! That's a. <laughs> as unfortunately, like as 
as this, as this drow assassin tries to reload her crossbow, her attention's focused downwards. And as you roll down and then suddenly jump up, pushing your rapier forwards, trying to spear her, she nimbly steps aside. And then the two of you kind of staring at each other, like within sort of 10 feet, just eyeing each other off, standing above as you sort of like looking up below with your rapier in the space where she just was. What do you want to do? You've still got uh, bonus run, action run. movement. Yep, I, I don't have to disengage because of uh, my class, so I just yep. run. You just fancy footwork out uh, of 60 there. Feet. 60 feet. 60 feet. You just sprint off. Um, yep. You hear a curse from behind you. Uh, could you please roll me a D100, Harry? She's got two targets. One is Zaylon, who she really, really wants. The other is you, who has pissed her uh, off. 99. 99, Harry. <laughs> You hear the sound. Yeah, hear a curse in Elvish. <sighs> Spider's jaws! And then the sound of feet running away from you. Back, back into the tunnel? Away, up towards where Zaylin had fled. Uh, should Harry help Zaylin some more or just cut his losses and go back in? Um, <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, Harry has a job, so he'll just continue that. So he'll run up as well. Chasing after Zaylin. Okay, Harry, as you begin running up the pathway towards Zaylin, I, I mean, yeah, so, so this this drow spends her action and movement to move 60 feet as well. You can obviously do that, <laughs> run 60 uh, feet. I, I, can, I can do 90 if I don't do an action. What would you like to do? I can, I can action dash, bonus action dash, and then use my 30 to move. Okay, would you like to, uh, I mean, that would close the gap. You'd be right up in her grill. I'm, I'm trying to keep running up to catch up with Zaylin. Oh, you're trying to run past the drow to catch up to Zeeland. Yep. Okay. As you begin sprinting up past the drow, as you round the corner at the top of this little rise back into the large cave network where you first fought Tim and the uh, uh, the other monsters, you can see Zeeland just disappearing into the edge of a tunnel about, uh, would it be 60, 70 feet away from you? Um disappearing around the corner and you can see two of the assassins sprinting after her probably only about 40 feet behind her the drow who you had kind of like had a bit of a tussle with is now 30 feet behind you as you sprint all the way past her (laughs) 30 feet into this open cavern the two drow who were chasing after zaylin as they hear the sound of your feet slapping on the floor turn back and look at you chasing after them i'll just keep chasing after them Okay, it is not your turn, unfortunately. I'm going to put you onto yeah, a map yeah. because we need to know where uh, where things are and what's happening. And um, holy shit, this is uh, this is not a great position to be in, Harry. <laughs> yeah, no. This is not exactly where you want to be. Um, Harry's me... value is that he had a job to complete and that's what he's trying to do. Ab- absolutely. Um, I'll bring you guys across the Underdark entrance. We'll bring the map up for Harry and I'll, uh, I'll quickly have to remove some things from the map. Just remove that. It's kind of admirable, though. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed oh, with uh, with Harry at the moment. It's exceptionally admirable. Um, yeah, I mean, when no one's yeah. around, he's actually admirable and no one knows. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Harry. No one's just... looking helps someone that uh, is uh, attempted murderer, as far as we're aware. People are looking steals from children's corpses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead children. <laughs> that makes it better. Um, <laughs> Uh, Harry, could you please uh, click on your token and roll me initiative? I'm going to put us into initiative order at the end of this round of combat. Do that roll? Uh, oh my god, that is a natural 20 for a total of 30. Holy shit. 
shit. Dude, he's ready. Harry is really, really ready to go with this. Uh, let me just take these guys off. And I will quickly roll for the drought. And I'll just reposition them as well in a second so they're in the right spot. Hey, what was your um what was your subclass, Harry? Um Rogue is the, the swashbuckler. Ah, uh, the okay. plus seven, and then um, the Leo finds uh, the yeah, so, yeah Swashbuckler is really cool, actually. Yep. One of my favorite subclasses. Um, alrighty, let me put on some slightly more appropriate music, and uh, let's do this. That's pretty good. Um, okay, Harry, as you rush into the room, uh, I'll just adjust your position so you are where you should be. Oops, sorry, just in front of you. Perfect. Okay. Um, oh, none of you guys can see this map because of uh, because of the way it's worked out. So it's going to be very boring for you. Let me give you visibility on Harry's token so all of you can see this because uh, otherwise it's not very exciting for you guys. Alrighty. All of you should be able to see what Harry can see now. That's all. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'll leave it zoomed into there. Okay, Harry. As, as you sprint on in, you can see the other two drow like pushing ahead, look back for a moment, see you, pause for a second, and then as they, you can see them having this like conversation really quickly, like pausing for a second. You hear an elvish, go after the rabbit. No, ignore the rabbit. We go after Zaylan. And the two of them begin rushing forwards. Five, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30. Forwards um, with Zaylan. Yeah, chasing after Zaylan, who's disappeared down the southern corridor. Um, Harry, uh, it is... Uh, oh, not quite your go, because the uh, the drow who you ran past is going to sprint up towards you. You hear the sound of armoured footsteps clacking against the floor as she pushes through the gap between the two mushrooms with which you're standing in position. And as she gets up to you, watch as she turns to you. You have made a grave mistake, and you are going to pay for this rabbit. Uh, and she is going to stab at you uh, with what looks like a very small, uh, almost like curved blade. Uh, Harry, does a 24 hit you? Yeah, that hits me. Uh, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. 13. 13 is not a pass. Um, Harry, that is going to be... Um, Oh, yikes. Uh, that's going to be nine points of piercing damage as the blade is stabbed into your side. Uh, and that is going to be 15 points of poison damage as this black ichor that is coating this blade begins leaking into your veins. Oh. Okay. Harry, it is your turn. Sorry, buddy. Harry will step back. <laughs> just step back out of the way as you look down no, you can st see stab, stab. i stab back i'll stab back go for yeah. it so how, I, I i usually can just roll it and do the booming blade if you I, click I on the, the there should be a little uh yes nice there should be a little uh, dice token next to the uh the attack um, you can click on it does everything i think that's the booming blade damage sorry yeah i'll just roll the action separately um up here excited for this 24 to hit oh my god 15 damage 24 Nine hits gives me sneak and then plus four thunder so uh fa thunder damage. yeah th thunder oh no because you're yeah, yeah yeah you're past level five now so yeah you get the immediate thunder and then more thunder when they try and move so nine thunder when they try and step away yeah um so 
Oh my goodness. That's 19 damage and then 9 as they move. Fantastic. And then Harry will run 60 feet. Oh my goodness. Trying to catch up to Zaylin. Yep. Brilliant. Uh, please feel free to move yourself 60 feet. There you go. As you sprint forwards, catching up to the other two drow assassins, um, it is their go. As they spin around, seeing you running towards them, you watch as one of them smiles, this wicked smile, looks the other and goes, give me a moment. I just need to slice this little creature up. Uh, and then as it turns towards you, you watch as this drow assassin moves forward, the other one sprinting forwards into the darkness, moving 60 feet to try and catch up to Zaylin. As the other one catches in line with you, Excuse me, it pulls out what looks like a, a, a jagged short sword and then goes to make a strike. Um, Harry, does a 15 hit? No, it does not. As the jagged short sword stabs into you, slicing against your armor, you just catch and move with it. Unable to split the skin, um, the damage does not hit. You take no damage from this and you do not need to roll con savers. The poison does not enter your bloodstream. Um, Harry, uh, at the end of their turn, the other drow captain is going to bonus action Misty Step. 30, oh. And then rush up 30 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And as she gets in line with you, you could have walked away. You could have walked away. And then stabs you again. Uh, Harry does a... No. Uh, if a 15 doesn't hit, an 11 doesn't hit. As the Great. blade strikes towards your ribs, you nimbly duck back, moving out of the way again. Um, she turns towards the remaining assassin. Go! Leave this stupid rabbit! Go after Zaylin! And uh, focuses on Did she on take you. the 9 damage for the booming blade? Yes, she did. Yeah, so she starts, So she, she misty-stepped and then took the, the 9 damage as a result yep. of sort of like rushing ahead. Uh, hurry, me boy! It's your turn. Um, so uh, I'm technically engaged with both of them, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I'll bonus action disengage and just run my, my movement and use my action dash to move sixty again. Okay. As you try and catch up to Zaylin. As you sprint forward past the next one, at this point, Harry, you can see up the corridor. This is heading towards that spiral that was heading up towards the surface. You can see Zaylin running, and as she turns around and sees you, you see this look of genuine surprise on her face as she looks back at you, sort of stumbles for a bit and goes, Um, what the fuck are you doing? I'm taking you to the guild. You're leading them on my tail. Run in a different direction, you idiot. I'm slowing them down. Uh, she like shakes her head and keeps running up the spiral, trying to get away. Uh, alrighty, Harry. Anything else on your turn? I think that's it. Bonus action, action. Uh, Harry wants to look around and see if there's a di different direction he can run at this point. Yeah, the tunnel here does seem to split. Um, what looks like over along a um, narrow crevice. Can't quite see what's on the other side, but. It does look like it opens back up again, a lot higher up than where you were before. Maybe on a on a um, pathway that looks down over the Zerkwood Forest, potentially. Okay, Zaylin has their business card. If Zaylin wants to go to the guild, she can go to the guild. Um, okay, Harry will try to divert and run the other way. Alrighty, okay, so, on his turn. Later yeah, on. As, you, as you slightly sort of angle direction, uh, the remaining drow begin rushing up. Um, the yep. one who's right next to you, hearing Zaylin say this, smiles, laughs. Ignores you and begins rushing after Zaylin. Uh, 
5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30, and they run 60 feet. So they begin sprinting after Zaylin, disappearing into the gloom. The two behind you rush forward. I'll, I may as well do them all together because they're all after you. So 5, yep, 10, yep. 15, 20, 25, 30. As they rush forwards, um, seeing their companions sort of moving up, both of them clock you. The drow who'd been ordered, the, the assassin sort of in the less extravagant armor who'd been ordered to ignore you and rush after Zaylin, continues running 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, rushing up, sort of keeping a bit of a wide berth and away from you. The drow with the chitinous armor, the woman, glares at you with hate in her eyes. Just shakes her head, lowers her crossbow, and fires another shot at you. Uh, that is going to be a 26. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't dodge that. Uh, that is going to be. Oh my god, that is bad damage. Um, that's going to be f- five points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and I only rolled. So this one with the crossbow, it's con not save. a. Um, I do need a con save, but it's not the extra poison damage. Um, so I will need a con save, but it's just the poison condition. Uh, that's a four. Uh, you are now poisoned. You have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks uh, for one hour. Sorry, was that a four? Yeah, it was. I've got some really bad news for you. Uh, If you fail uh, by five or more, um, the DC is 13. Harry, as the poison burns into your system, that is the last thing your conscious mind recognizes as you immediately fall unconscious. Oh, side quest getting Harry from prison. (laughs) Hey guys, what are you guys doing here? (laughs) Harry, the the last thing you remember is this tiny, almost insignificant burning pain in your side. And as you look down, you see this little, this tiny little arrow sticking out of you. And as you pull it free, you think, oh, that's nothing. And then your vision begins to grow wobbly and you find yourself sort of blinking and as you look up at the drow she shakes her head and begins moving towards you and that's the last thing you remember before you fall um, unconscious harry has bugs bunny style sees tweety like spinning around above his head <laughs> and it falls unconscious um harry <laughs> okay let's jump back to the others um Harry, it's been great to have you, Dave. It's lovely to have you here. Um, <laughs> always lovely to have you come and join us. Um, yeah, look, I, I hope uh, I hope you've enjoyed your session back. Uh, that was your session back. That's it. <laughs> oh, mate, we're going to have to have a talk off uh, off stream. You and I about this. This is um, this is not ideal. Uh, yeah, that was a bad concept. You didn't. You don't have an inspiration or anything you could spend. I. Didn't keep track of my inspiration. Then no, you do not have this. He definitely does. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, unfortunately, if you if you don't keep track of it, yeah, fortunately, it's not there. You missed your triggers. If this is a MTG reference, Uh. (laughs) sorry, mate. Um, Wow. As you as you fall unconscious, your mind fading into darkness. The last thing you remember, Harry is this sudden moment of fear. Fear that your companions don't know where you are. Fear that no one knows which way you took to get to the surface. And this is why I took his fucking hair. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Jumping back with the rest of the group, um, Thrain slowly shrinks back down into his uh, normal Goliath size. Um, The 
decapitated body of the Shadow Blade Captain at his feet as he kicks the body away. He turns towards the rest of you, laughing heartily. <laughs> good fight. Very good fights. I much enjoy. Uh, I'm already mid shout to Thrain and his sort of like self imposed uh, victory uh, as I yeah shout for him and um, Niles to come over and hold the body down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like cu cutting into his victory <laughs> as he's like talking to himself, like, hurry what? up, Thrain, quick. Thrain, sort of... you, you were, what do you need? Uh, it was really difficult for um, for me to uh, stay as angry as I was as last week, mm. um, as I had so much time to sort of calm calm down and think things through. So I'm trying to get back into uh, mindset. ADHD, zero thoughts, more action. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to yeah, shout at you guys to um, hold him down. Uh, and I think the last thing I'd mentioned was um, you, you don't get to end things this easily. And you were trying... So this is after you'd smashed him against the wall. You were going to try and pump in, I believe it was... A, was it a lay on hands you were going to try and do to bring him back? Yeah, you're going to try and keep him alive. A single hit point to bring him back up if he was unconscious. Alrighty. I am going to get you to roll me a D100, please. I want to see I... if this overhit... Because you, you, you did more than what was required to lethal him. I want to see what his life is looking like. Um, Matt. Niles is also going to just watch this... Um, he, he runs to a distance where he's like nearby uh, and just kind of takes this in a little. That's a six. That's a six. As you feel the magic welling within you, Bartholomew, as you begin urging it, pushing against it, trying to, to send that wave of, of healing magic, divine energy into this uh, into this body, um, Niles and Thrain, you begin rushing up. Uh, Ember not too far behind. Uh, you watch as Ember slowly like pushes down the plant life from plant growth, allowing the spell to end and uh, removing the difficult terrain before rushing over to assist as well. As you all arrive around the body of this shadow blade, you feel that energy within you dream. But it's just not enough. This corpse, just too late. Too much, too much damage, and just a, a bit too late. As uh, I guess, whoever does arrive first out of three or Niles, or mm -hmm. and Matt, you said you're sort of Niles is more so just sitting and watching, like not actually coming. I, I, well, I think Niles is probably just taking in this moment. Um, he's probably quite nearby, but he's probably just watching this unfold as he's arriving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, as Thrain hopefully uh, comes over, probably come. Um, Thrain would probably come like a little bit. Uh, I'll, uh, realizing that it's not working and that they're sort of just holding down a dead body, uh, frustratingly, I'll probably not even say anything, just, oh, I, never mind. Never... Thrain looks at you, goes, well, what you want, what you want from body? He picks up and shakes it a bit. You wanted to talk? Yes, I guess so. I just... Lyra, Lyra can make talk. Remember? She make corpse talk in cash. He he didn't actually talk, he just uh reanimated. No. Yeah. He, still can't talk. He can, actually. I heard him with the researcher. Hornswallow. Yes. Who comes that stuff? 
I don't believe it was Horn Swallow. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, Sorry, that felt like a very thrain thing to say. Uh, it's a very thrain thing to say, yeah. Um, I'm going to stand up and uh, with thrain sort of prompting this idea. Just holding um, the corpse by the scruff of the neck in front of you, Bartholomew. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad because I, uh, Christian had been wanting to use this and was um, a segue, I guess. Uh, I'm going to walk away from that one um, with Thrain's sort of idea in my mind and approach the head of the leader instead. Okay. Um, now, question. Did the leader see me? Because he saw uh, the guys down at the fire. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know, right? Like, you definitely made an attack against him. You're not sure whether or not he got a good look at you, how much of you he might have seen, how well he might be able to recognize you. Hard to say. Okay, okay. Well, either way, with Thrain's idea, I'm going to uh, pop the head on a, a rock <laughs> upright um, and, uh, I guess, place one of my clawy hands uh, against the, the blackish metal, I think it was. Yep of my chest piece. As you feel the energy begin to swirl around you, your eyes take on this almost greenish glow, the runes carving themselves into the air around the head. And you watch as the head shudders for a moment, and then the eyes begin to glow with that same greenish light. And you hear this, <gasps> and the mouth begins sort of moving, clicking against the rock. I'll look back to the rest of the um, entourage. Well, we need questions. <laughs> there's a there's a quiet pause. You watch as Ember kind of scratches his head and goes, uh, "Should we ask?" Um, and he realizes what he's doing and then moves a little bit further away from the head. Yeah, that was his voice a bit. Yeah. Should we ask um, what Zalen did? I, I was th I was just thinking that might be a good thing. To well, but don't we know that? Didn't he? Didn't Zalen kill? That's what infuriated me. Um, he could have been lying. That is a, a very good point. Head, Captain, whoever you once were in life, who you, you mentioned the crime? Who did Zalen murder? Ever ask, son of the matron mother. I'll type it in chat so you got the exact spell. That's a good idea. Can Lyra whisper to Bart, um, just so that like the head can't hear or take it like as a question? Um, yeah. Like we could probably ask, um, where is your settlement, or where is like the matron's settlement? Um. If would, uh, the matrons are a, a pretty sort of exclusive group, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I guess, again, more underdark knowledge um, would, uh, just like the name of Blindenstone, um, probably heard from like maybe the Durigar bitching about them. Would uh, Bart have heard about uh, a certain city of spiders? Yeah, could I get you to roll me a history check and that will determine how much you get? Because there's a couple of drought enclaves 
that you might have heard mentioned. Love, Seven. Love there is second. one dry one clave that you have heard mentioned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, you, you. Let me rephrase that. You would have heard that there are a couple of drow enclaves. The the Duragar would have referred to those fucking dark pointies, um, and their their sort of walled settlements hidden away in various parts of the Underdark. Um, but the enclave in particular that they would have spoken about, given your question specifically about spiders as well, they would have spoken about some loth sworn um, only like fairly recently uh just before you escaped and a raid that had been carried out by the loth sworn on the duragar forges um the duragar don't know exactly where they're coming from but okay. they know that they are near the edge of the western shore of the dark lake somewhere around that area okay i was just wondering with um with lyra's question if there was a a name of a place that i could be like a um like where is this place uh yeah, um, head, captain, where is this matron mother from? From the enclave, Loth's embrace. I'm not a dick. I know it says that they can be brief and cryptic, but I'm not a complete tool. I, I do I do generally like to give some information and speak with them. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, Loth's, Loth's Embrace. The Enclave, Loth's Embrace. Um, having a moment or two to calm down, uh, one thought that does come into Bart's mind Uh for a brief moment, which makes him annoyed because he wanted to hate them, um, just like the Duragar and how they made decisions for Bart and captured him even though he had done nothing wrong. Uh, these people saying that she's a criminal and has done all these things despite the dark things that he's heard about Drow, like hypocritical pieces of shit. Um, they did attack <laughs> us out of love. The love for their matron when Thrain insulted oh, her yeah it was a it was instantaneous yeah. the second thrain spoke ill against the matron that was when they attacked you, you, i would almost say bartholomew do you want to roll me a quick insight check to see because you were watching you were deliberately trying to keep out an eye out for what they were doing do you want to roll a quick insight check to see what you can glean in this sort of post battle moment out of the stress 18 you I get the sense they were a bit reticent to attack until the matron mother had been insulted. They were trying to get information. They were willing to threaten, and you don't get the sense they were threats made lightly. Mm. But see that—that that actually yeah. that is something that's on Bart's mind as a question for himself. He's heard all these things about Lothsworn beings, <laughs> no difference to basically just civilized orcs or goblins, very barbaric entities that just attack anyone. Oh, um, the lo probably what you've heard about the Lothsworn from the Duragar would be very slightly skewed. The Duragar see them as these brutal, deadly killers who come yeah, it, and raid. Well, but that's and the who, point. Like, yeah. them not wanting to kill us has really tripped yeah. Bartholomew up. Why did you not just kill on sight? Needed to know which one was Zalen. Orders to kill Zalen. Oh, sorry, he wouldn't say kill. Orders to retrieve Zalen. Sorry, he wouldn't have said kill. Okay, because that makes more sense. Why they were being so hesitant to slit throats. 
Hmm. You got one more question. I sigh a little bit at that. <sighs> Do I? Two more? One more? Uh, you've asked four when questions was, so far. What was the fourth one? Because I've got I've got the matron's um, son. I've got Loth's embrace, and I've got uh, orders to retrieve Zalen. Uh, oh yeah. Why did I think there was a fourth one? I think. Oh, I I think I because you'd asked about um. That, that was answering a question not from the head, sorry. I was answering a question for what Dream you. That's why I thought there was a fourth one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you got two left. Sorry, my bad. just want to see if I had fucked up with them. Um, no, because um, you'd done a history check and that, I answered around. that one, so I was keeping track, but that, yeah, yeah. that was a history check, not a uh, not a head. Mm, yeah, you've okay. got two more questions for the head. I'll, again, I guess, look back towards everyone. Uh, as I'm looking towards everyone and sort of give them all like a shrug. Um, Maybe we should ask head why so weak. <laughs> Rain says as he looks at the head and looks back at you and gives a thumbs up. Yeah. Um. I like. I like. I have a. Que- I have a question actually. Uh, um. But I just maybe maybe get the facts right first. Zaylin said that she'd been waiting at the at the at the Mycenae colony for how long? Was it was it fifty years? Did I hear that correctly? It's a long time, wasn't it? Christian's forgot, so I'm just going to pretend that Bart's forgot. I'm not sure. I don't remember. She, I'm happy to answer this, is it? Because it was that was a conversation that happened a while ago in real life, but not very long yeah. ago for your characters. Um, she said she'd been on the run for 50 years, not that she'd been oh. in the Mycenae Circle for 50 years. But okay, well, she she said time's hard to, to track in the Underdark, but sure, sure. it felt like it had been 50 years she'd been on the run. Okay. Yeah. I was good because I guess Niles is thinking about whether or not to ask, like, how long. She really didn't get far for 50 years. Well, that's um, the question. How how far did she travel before finally coming here? Yeah, and you like don't know where these it. guys have come from. They exactly. they might be from very, very far away as well. Actually, that's a good question. Maybe um, at, at that sort of revelation, Niles sort of perks up and goes, maybe maybe we could ask the, the head there um, how far away their enclave is. This Loth's embrace they mentioned. Mm. So we can steer clear. <laughs> or go there if we need to. Rather than, I don't see a need for us needing to go there, but you do bring up a good point of information of geography and topography. Yes. Why not help us with the future? We'd heard of an attack. Head. One who loved your matron mothers and died defending her. I understand that love. What do you know of raids on Blindenstone? Duragar takes slaves from Blindenstone. No threat to Drow. Hmm. Seems like the Drow are separate then in their uh, activities. Hmm. Well, if there's no threat seen, I don't feel like this might be the Obsidian Duragar that took me. He was strong. And it sounds as if the giants were not with them. I might be a bit more specific with the head's comments. Lindenstone, no threat to drow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Maybe of no interest. Maybe Blindenstone of no interest would be an even better way to sum that up. Uh whispering this to Bart again, so not to ask the head directly, um, what do you plan on doing with Zaylin once you retrieve her? 
or where the other scouts are. That's all that, I was thinking. That, that is that what I, that's a good question. I was thinking that. Would she await trial? Would she be executed? Seems like a rather laborious task to bring them back and only to have them. Well, that goes against what I was under understood to know about the drow. It seems rather civil. To avoid metagaming, I think Bart would probably whisper back to Lyra, does it really matter what they do to her if they don't get her? Right now, survival is more important. Maybe we should ask how many assassins were sent. Or where. Or both. Good question. Ask away. I'll see if I can uh, raise up the head a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, raise up the head. Let's go. You you hunt Zaylin again from love. We may be able to complete this hunt that you did not in life. Obviously, you cannot give information to the rest of your entourage now that you have passed on. Who is someone in your group I can speak to? Good question. Okay. I'm going to have to roll for this. I want to see what the head thinks. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I have to, because it's like, it's not really thinking per se, but let me just do a, a custom dice roll. I need to, I need to. Okay. Okay. Droga, she will listen. I'm going to need that in the chat. I'll type it. Okay. Droga, uh, D-R-O-G-A-R? Uh, Droga, D-R-O-K-A-R. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so close. So close. Droga, 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 my brother. <laughs> Droga, Droga, Droga. That's it. Female. Okay. Love me a bit of... Uh, and um, I, I guess with that, the head... And then falls backwards off the rock. <laughs> I mean, there was one point where, like, technically something you asked when you're doing that rizzing up the head could have technically been interpreted as a question, and I was almost where it was like, no! <laughs> Fall backwards. <laughs> so, nah, it's a dick move. Um, and with that, the head... And the magic fades away, the light going from the eyes. With, I guess, Lyra, like, right beside me. I guess that went well. If we can get this information to um, Harry and, and Zaylin, this Drogar, maybe we can use the reason, I guess, not the reason. We now know stuff about them, just like they know about us. A good bartering chip. That's true. Do we I... go back and try and find Harry? Harry said he was going to come and find us. Did you give an indication as to when? How long it would take? I don't want to fuck with um, Dave here, but that is what was what was told to us. Uh -huh. To be fair, though, that's when I was in charge of the character. So, Harry, that would you have told the players that you would... Would Harry have told yeah. them that... <clears throat> Harry would have been confident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I yeah, specifically he, had asked... No one expected them to be able to communicate between groups. Yeah, I'd, I'd asked... Um, uh, how are you going to find us again? And in the very confident sort of just like, 
Um, oh yeah, I'm pretty was, clever. <laughs> Off on my way. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what Harry would have said. As okay. as you're having this discussion, Ember, having watched the head do its talk, leans over and begins sort of like looking through the pockets of the body. Ember's generally been pretty consistent oh, yeah. in uh, looting and uh, looting and shooting, so uh, <laughs> I think Ember would. I was just gonna ask. I'm like, no way. We'd ask Harry to do this. Oh, uh, is anyone good yeah. at uh, finding shit on bodies? Oh, Ember! Oh, look at you go! Wow! Ah, oh, you know, just seeing what they've got in their pockets. I I always like to find out what people have in their pockets. You know how it is. Uh, I'll roll. I, I, I don't, but okay. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever play that game back at, uh, I don't know, uh, the birdcage? Uh, Loot the corpse on the ground. No, no, no. What, what have you got in your pockets? Uh, it's like a it's like a riddle game. Yeah, well, oh. We played put pocket. But you Ember, did you just say in? the birdcage? I don't know. Isn't that where you guys are from? What do you call that's, it? That's slightly <laughs> offensive, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I mean, next time you say where I'm from, the Ashlands, I'll uh, I'll throw that back in your face. If she can, Lara might try and help Ember like loot these bodies. You know, holding up arms to expose pockets so they get in there. Only thing I can hear when anyone says loot that body is the um, the song by that incredible Australian artist. Loot that body. Have you guys not seen this? I have um, to share it. It's amazing. No, Bart will sigh and remember, yeah. um, I guess, teachings of his family, especially his dad, of like waste not, want not, um, very um, monkish uh, lifestyles. And we'll go over and try to grab um, the largest looking crossbow they have. I know there were some hand ones. I'm not sure if there was some light or heavies. I don't fully all, remember. All hand crossbows. Okay. I will grab one hand crossbow. At the moment, I have no forms of um, ranged attacks, and which was something that I was worried about back on the bridge yeah, when I thought okay. we were about to be ambushed. Something that the drowned do have that Ember pulls out. So oh, if you're true. giving advantage to uh, to Ember, Lyra, that's actually going to be a much better roll. Is that what you're doing? I think I heard yep. you say you were giving advantage. You were giving the help action. Uh, that's a 17 yep, yep. as Ember begins turning out their pockets. Um I mean, Ember piles up a small collection of various items on the ground, including uh, Bartholomew, what looks like a collection of eight darts as well, all of which seem to be tipped with some sort of poison, which he sort of like puts down on the ground and goes, uh, don't touch them, the tip. I Shafts, do whatever you want, but I wouldn't touch the tip. That looks nasty. Just checking darts, not bolts. These are for like a blue gun? Darts to throw, like throwing darts like a monk uh. would use. Okay, I was about to say that I'm, I'm, I'm not the best at aiming with things. I'm simply grabbing the hand crossbows so I don't feel so helpless if something is, I, I don't know, catching us from above or in the air. Um, as a once-winged creature, I know how deadly aerial combat can be or ranged oh, combat. Yes. Do you know what? I'm going to even retexture these. They're, they're going to use the D&D dart, but they're basically like a small shuriken, like a, a small chitin a shuriken oh, with poison yeah. on the blades. I know. I knew Niles would be very keen on them. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Hopefully it's not too damaged, but Bart will take a look down. He doesn't like the idea of taking too much from the dead, especially from like stripping their corpses. What armor are they wearing? Yeah, so the chitinous armor that they're wearing looks like a chitinous breastplate. And you can see as well that there are these um, greaves and pauldrons and braces which look to complete the set. It definitely looks like some sort of medium armor. And as you tap it with your claw, Bartholomew, this looks like it would give a fair bit of protection. I don't think it's going to be too much better as I take a look at it um, to the enchanted gloom forge that I've got, especially the story that it had. But I will mention to the group, um, as Ember and Lyra are looking over all of it, the chitinous 
If we're heading to Blindenstone. Um, uh, noose. You watch as the, the gnome sort of like looking out from behind the mushroom, seeing you do this magic and making a head talk kept their distance. <laughs> and then <laughs> now that that's all kind of wrapping up and you're looting the body, you watch as the, the gnomes begin to sort of move out and look around, like fearfully going, uh, you know, one of them got away, right? Uh, there's not much we can do on the now side. I could chase with Kong Chi, but I don't trust traveling alone. Either. Yeah, that'd be best. Your question? What? Um, do you think this would catch a bit of a price with any of the traders in Blindenstone? And I'll point to the the armor sets of the two that we did take out. Uh, I, it's, it's a wee bit big for, for most of us, but I mean, we could we could probably rework some of the, 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 the carapace that they use. It's, a, it's, a, it's an insect carapace. Um, Lyra? They cut in. I was going to say, um, so I remember Ember and I, um, I mean, because like, I'm assuming that our breastplates are quite similar looking sort of to the drow stuff. Yeah, because you have like lobster the... breastplates that you bought from uh, the the port side. Yeah, 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 giant oh, lobster yeah. breastplates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I about that. Yeah, I was thinking like the other sort of bits of the armor set. Like, does that sort of look like something that uh, druids would be interested in? It's there's not or a piece rabbit? of metal on it, so I mean, uh... yeah. Like, I mean, if we've got two sets, like I might, you know, sort of looking around at the others, see if anyone else sort of shows any interest, but other than that, she might divvy it up between um, Ember and herself, and you know, it, when Harry gets back, like, you know, she'll sort of consider sharing. Sharing is caring. Bart will yeah. um, bring up as, uh, I guess it's the first time that we've needed to focus about at the cave, people sort of just um, handled their own deals, same at the um, the fish, as uh, Lyra asks and sort of holds it up, Bart will respond, how do you guys actually divvy up I've heard adventurers have the um, sc golden skull in the temples that they find, uh, treasures and things like that. Do you, in your Tempest Guild contract, have a clause on, um, I guess, uh, shares? How does this work? I'm fine with uh, it being traded to druids if they're more likely to give f some form of compensation, but... Uh, as a group, uh, oh. is, is there a pre-organized arrangement? Well, uh, as per the Tepes Guild rules and regulations, the any loot that is uh, found uh, is is can be either taken by individuals or we can take it back to the surface and it can be used uh, to bolster the Tempest Guild's own uh, armory or if it's sold on and then that coin is put towards a treasury that can be shared and distributed across the guild. Well, coin for well, us. used to fund your uh, adventures further, but generally Maybe. any leftover is given back to the guild. But as you're not a guild member, I mean, currently, you're not currently a guild member, um, you know, it's... Oh, I'm sure that would be an issue. Uh, it's yeah, I know. You know, if you want to join, but, um, I mean, I mean if kind you of, yeah. decide not to... Oh, well, that, that's not an issue, then. Um, I was going to say, otherwise Nira would probably figure something out for you as compensation. Okay, well, the reason I mention is obviously with races down here, I, I especially remember between the slaves, um, very minimal in the forms of resources managed to make it through. Uh, trading between the other prisoners um, was a high currency, Durigar guards being paid off. Being able to trade this for coin or rations or anything could prove useful, but I didn't know how we would lay claim or divide it up. Uh, I figured if I'm 
going to be traveling with you for a bit. Um, maybe joining in the future, if you'll take me. Um, an honorary member. Uh, yeah, an honorary member. An but, intern, uh, no. unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you guys organize that distribution? Is it the Thrain, the, the last person to lay the killing blow, or is this just an equal split? Oh, whoever needs it. Yeah, if you can use it and you can get good use out of it, then it will generally go to that person. Um, okay. But other than that, you know, gold and other resources are just sort of shared amongst us as need be. Okay, Which is Thrain hefts his axe looking down and goes, uh, No, I lay the killing blow that is my kill. I kid, I kid. Well, You're so serious. Look at your thing. faces. <laughs> we might have a bit of trouble putting this bit of uh, bit of armor on, though, uh, Thrain. Um, I don't care about the armor. I was kidding. A look at your faces was great. Okay, exactly. well, I guess in that case, so yes, if you and Ember can find um, more likely uh, buyers, and we can then split it after that, I have no problems. And I, 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 I was going to say, we're going to wear them. Oh, uh, yes. She's already like yeah lyra as, as you add the the extra chitinous um because uh, at the moment you're just wearing the breastplate made of the, the lobster chitinous you add on the, the pauldrons as you add on the the braces and the uh, and the greaves i mean you've got this bright red cooked lobster chest piece because i think you had the bright red one no ember had the bright red one you had the the yeah, bluey gray one the black one yeah, the blue. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, sorry, I, I, for a second I thought you had the bright red one, <laughs> but no, Ember's walking around in the cooked one, as he's got this bright red chest piece. Yeah, yeah. As Ember like slides on these like like quiet black, this like shadowed black insect chitin, and looks at them and looks down at his breastplate. He goes, "Oh, I'm not matching. Um, I, it's not matching." If you heat it, if you heat. Oh wait, no, it's already been heated. Um, oh, I think it's still pretty cool though. I need some paint. I need to be hot. Cool, cool's the opposite of what I'm going for. Oh. Wait, unless are these pieces the same kind of piece where, like, if you heat them, they'll turn red as well? You watch as Ember looks down at the one of the shattered uh, boots, like, conjures a bit of flame in his hand, and then goes and begins heating it up. You watch as it doesn't glow red hot. It just eventually starts to blacken and crisp and then crack. And Ember sort of pulls the flame away, yeah. doing produce flame. Goes, yeah, no. No. Uh, does that um, mean we're going to sell your spares then? Uh, keep matching I mean, gear? I, I, I'm going to keep it for the moment, but then when we get somewhere, yeah, I might I might trade it in. We'll see how I feel. But, I mean, okay. I, I mean, yeah, I feel... I feel do they have... Um, as you two are down there already, uh, any instructions on them? Uh, I was going to say, there's more things Ember pulls out of the pockets, but we've got a bit sidetracked with the armor. Um, Lyra, as you, <laughs> as you put on the armor, um, this doesn't seem to be any more protective than your current breastplate. Um, it's not that the armor's not doing extra. It's, it's providing a, a wider array of protection across your body, but your breastplate is already providing uh, a good amount of protection for you. However... If you Ooh. were to take this back to the guilds, particularly to um, your Tabaxi Blacksmith, or maybe Griswold, your Enchanter, there might be some things they could do with these. I mean, this is this is definitely a rare material that, uh, for the surface, that Hal's Under the Earth might have a lot of fun with. Pretty foreign, you know. Yeah, and Hal's did say, if you come across any unique items, bring them back, and I'll uh, I'll have sure. a bit of a play around and bring out the best possible uh, attributes of them. Um, as Ember sort of begins, 
Yeah, oh, yeah, you were. There were some enchanting requirements if you were able to there get some requirements because you you had asked for a list of magic items for Griswold to get started on, and there were some items that Griswold needed you to collect. But um, I think you've actually picked up one of them already in your bag of holding. Um, I think you have Is one of the gemstones that was required. I think I think you have. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see because uh, uh, Harry the merchant had a few things on him. Oh. <laughs> They're still there. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Harry's fine. Yeah. What Harry's else fine. did Ember find? Did he manage to find a stone of some form? Uh, as like, Ember begins rifling through the pockets, he does indeed pull out a small blackish grey stone, flecks of kind of like purple veins running through it, along with what looks like a bag full of these very strange looking gold coins, a mixture of gold and silver coins, which look very unfamiliar to you, but you, you do get the sense would be probably drow currency you can see stamped with the spider on one side and then this face on the other very sharp angular face um and instead of hair there's just a multitude of what look like spider's legs coming out the back of her head sort of like down around her shoulders almost like a medusa but with spider's legs um there are uh 27 gold pieces and 13 silver pieces as well as this small grey stone. There's also uh, various other like, common items. Um, sleeping roll, you can see some supplies, um, a cooking pot. It looks like they have like a, a, like a very small pot used to, to boil water. Um, it looks like they had, he was carrying around like a minimal amount of stuff so it wouldn't clank, but still has enough that if he needed to go off for a couple of days, he'd be able to survive in the Underdark. Some two-minute noodles, yep. Well, it's funny you mention that. What looks uh... like a, a leather pouch filled with this dried, almost like shaggy scraps of this strange material. When you sniff them, have a very kind of like almost acrid but woody smell. Uh, I'll grab those, please. I really have nothing still. Some food would be nice just in case we get separated. I like the look of this uh, metal, almost look like uh, throwing darts, but unique very interesting how many days of rations as i grab the little pouch does that contain three days of rations um i'm gonna say that off the bat but at the moment it looks like only like one but dream uh as you experiment with it if you add water whatever these are seem to be dried they pluck they sort of like fluff back up again and are a bit more hearty than what they look like they look to be dried Um, slivers of some sort of protein like substance Drow army food. <laughs> drow yeah. army food, yeah. M- MREs. <laughs> drow MREs. Ready to eat. Uh, not mushrooms. I look at these unique darts. Yeah, there's eight of them total. Wow, okay. Um, I kind of look over it at, at, at Lyra and say, um, Lyra, how much do you know about uh, drow poison? Um, do you know anything about that? Absolutely nothing. I can oh, tell I you that it's fucking poison. painful. Those blades were horrible. As you oh, look at Dream's oh. body, you can still see black veins at the side of that cut. Oh, his side. oh, oh, Bartholomew, are you okay? Oh, I didn't even I'm gonna, my apologies. I've oh, taken off of my character sheet, but as um, Niles comes over, I'm going to start touching some of the wounds, and I'm going to consume 20 of my lay on hands. Oh, good. <laughs> and uh, start slowly sort of gliding like a, a radiant hand across some of the wounds. Ah. Well, I don't know what's Ooh. happened with these powers that I've been gaining, but it's definitely helpful at the moment. I nearly died back there. Holy shit. Oh, I I shouldn't have left you up there. I went down to tackle him and 
I left you up there, and then, oh, goodness. No, it's fine. We all have different parts to play. Luckily, um, uh, Lyra actually managed to come up and really came in clutch there. Thank oh, you good. Oh, well done, Lyra. Excellent. Um, that being said, though, I don't want us to get jumped again while we're hurt and injured by some sort of hungry beast. No, uh, especially since one of them got away, and from what I've heard of the Underdark, I think we're kind of sitting out in, in the open here. I don't yeah. like the look of this. You want to use a uh, divinity to... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, he watches one of the deep gnomes. Um, uh, Gook sort of like, sort of lining her eyes against the sunlight, which has just started to fade, nods and goes, Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that flash of light was pretty bright. Um, that was great, by the way. Really good, but uh, it would have been visible, like, very far away. Just um, as an FYI. I'm going to use uh, Channel Divinity to get a second level spell slot back. And then I'm going to use it instantly and cast Aid. And just for the next eight hours, increasing the, the hit point maximum by five for me, Niles, and Thrain. The same, yeah, frontliners, I think. We'll do that. Hey, nice. Oh, your magic is good. I feel like 10% more powerful. <laughs> uh, hopefully, this should allow us to take a hit or two if need be of more of that poison. Are we taking those blades? Is that something that's enchanted on them or were they coated? Because that could prove pretty handy for one of you more quicker ones with a, oh. a short sword like that. Oh, don't worry. Uh, you see Niles just scooping them up <laughs> as best as he can without like. Don't get it in a wound, himself. please. Don't just scoop it. Be careful. Oh my god. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I got this. It's fine. Uh, Niles, you can add uh, eight poison shurikens to your inventory hey. if you are taking all of them. Um, if you wanted to share some with uh, with Dream, otherwise, sorry, with Bartholomew, otherwise Bartholomew, if you're taking the hand crossbow. Um, oh, Bartholomew, the hand crossbow and the darts are both going to be trash for me, so I'm going to allow him to take the uh, darts and I'll darts. just have crossbows. Heck yeah. Fair enough. Um, um, is the, the eight, uh, eight HP maximum, is that temporary? Is that like stacking? With uh, the five, five. H, five no, this max is, HP. Oh. This is max HP. So this is handy because if you do take damage, you can be healed back this amount by other oh, people. Cool. Excellent. Um, the one thing I did mention, but it was, uh, I think it was accidentally sawn as the throwing stars. What I was mentioning to Niles just then was the swords they were wielding, not the throwing oh. stars. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking yeah, about Yeah, very short blades, dagger-like short blades. Almost uh, stiletto-like daggers. Lyra. If you can't use them, Niles, it could be a good uh, souvenir for Harry. You might be able oh, to yes, add it into his uh, repertoire. This does look like the type of weapon that Harry would use. Good, good, good thinking, Lyra. I'm sure he'll enjoy it when we go and uh, reconnect with him. Hmm. Also, not wanting to be too meta, but would, because Lyra's also been carrying around a sending stone, would she recognize the stone that uh, Ember pulled off the drow? Oh yeah, it looks a lot like, looks a lot like the sending stone you have. I mean, down to the, like, also, the, guys. rather than the embossed ear, as you hold it up and look at it, you can see the purple lines actually form the outline of a pointy drow ear. I bet that this sending stone might connect to the sending stone with, you know, carried by the other set of scouts. I mean, Ember, if you've got another casting of that disguise self, you could disguise your voice as one of these drows, you know, other scouts and report in. Maybe Dream could threaten them, telling them about a very special set of skills that he has. And threatened him. Uh, <laughs> I won't it again. That was that was that was well done, Thrain. Yes, I'm sure they'd respond well to that. Oh yes, yes. I think uh, I think they learned their lesson. 
In either case, though, we are definitely on the good point um, before brought up by Noose and the others, Fifth Nerblin. We need to get going. This campsite isn't mm -hmm. somewhere that we probably want to be staying the night. Agreed. What direction do we go? Uh, you watch as the, the three gnomes sort of like, like sort of go. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll direct you. We're not we're not far. Like this is a good pathway. If we keep heading down towards the edge of the Dark Lake, and then there's a stone bridge. If we turn right across that and just follow that pathway, we'll be at Blinden Stone in like a couple of hours. So you told us the direction, so we kind of don't need you any... Uh, kidding, kidding. Okay, let's go. And I'm going to jump on Gongchi. I mean, you're, you're more than welcome to try and get through the uh, the gnome traps all by yourself. We'll, we'll call out for, for, those of the, for those of you who are nice to us, but for those of you who are being a bit shit, we'll just have to see. I mean, maybe you'll navigate through them, maybe you won't. If there's traps left... You watch as Noose, like, her face falls again, and she looks up at you and goes like, <laughs> it's all right, no, 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 there will be. Gently smack him across the back of the head. Like, not enough to do damage, but. Before, he, before he jumps really? on top of uh, Kong Chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. As you guys load up and begin making your way out, Lyra, yeah, I mean, um, walking next to you, Ember kind of like nods and goes, uh, Disguise self, I can make myself look different. I can't do much about the voice. No. But do you want me to have a go? See if I can. Do your impression. Um. <clears throat> or or Bart. Uh, now this is have the funny thing. Have you heard thing. much from the drow? Uh, Bart, I mechanics-wise, um, putting on a voice, I feel like would be like a persuasion or a performance, which or deception, I'm very potentially. or deception, which I'm very mm. good at. But I'd always seen Bart's performance as only of a like physical, physical dancing not singing um or like uh, vo vocal cord based things like i don't have the uh, actor feet i haven't gone into any dips in that it's all meant to be about like the dancing aspect of it um so I th i'm probably just going to rule that no i wouldn't be good at voices even with the high performance um look you can still you can still give it a bit give it a bit of a go i'd say that um your proficiency still applies in this instance okay. Ember, you've been you know pretending to be a drow for the past hour i mean can you maybe you know coach him with some of those finer points that you picked up from when you're pretending to be zaylin like accent stuff or whatever oh uh, i'm snobby yeah i i didn't bother with the voice that's kind of what they found us out i think yeah fair. a girl can dream uh, yeah, Snobby sounds good. She was a bit of a... I mean, I, I, I don't know why, but I keep getting this urge to call her a bitch. Wait, but no, that... <laughs> Lyra, that, Lyra, that wouldn't make... Oh, I guess in case I'm just trying to interpret... Um, just drow in general, you know? That's what like, I was thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't be being Lyra. I'd just be being a drow. That guy just sounded sort yeah. of dark and serious. I, I could... I might be... I, did, I was thinking that I had to do a female's voice. I was trying... Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, no, no. Just bring out the Angelod. Well, are we doing that now, or maybe when we're in a safer spot? I don't want more assassins coming to attack us if the communication... I mean, either they're following us, and they know we're here already, you know, from that one that escaped. Oh, actually... You know, I think we've got some time to burn on the road. Okay, as we're travelling, I, I won't just, like, like wing it. I will spend about five, ten minutes doing vocal lessons with Lyra and Ember, I guess. Um, yeah. Could I get I you do to do I do actually a... have something I'm ready to say once once we've done that montage. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm happy for the montage to be as you guys walk along, following the pathway, practicing, getting the, the um, vocalizations right. In that case, Lyra, 
Could I get you to please roll me with advantage because Ember's helping? Could you please roll me a, I'm going to say a persuasion check as you attempt to teach what you've picked up and the, the intricacies of the elven language? Because Bartholomew, do you speak elvish? Um, yes. Right. I think it's, it's canon that everyone oh. in speaks Elvish. I also yeah. speak Elvish. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's canon. Um, also, as we're traveling along, the same as like my attempted joke with a bit of like child naivety of trying to be funny about Blindenstone, as I'm doing the voices, I want to try to cheer everyone up a little bit after the darkness um, yeah. and hopefully inspire them with, um, as we're traveling for like 10 minutes, give everyone 9, 10 HP again. Oh, cool. Just as you, as you draw everyone's spirits a little bit. As you practice with Lyra and Ember, Lyra rolled two 19s. We will take a 19. Um, the two of them are able to really, really help you out with this, um, teaching okay. you the intricacies that you need to know, the kind of nuance of the language that only really a native would understand. That's more from you, Lyra. Um, and then as you hold the stone in your hand, what did you want to say? <clears throat> In. You could have talked Shadow. about this beforehand. All of you could have had a chat about this beforehand, what you wanted to say. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll let everyone know. So my plan yeah. is I want to mention something. I want it to sound natural. I don't want it to have it be pre-written. A script always sounds bad. I've learned this in experience with some of my father's negotiations. Um, building rapport more normally and sort of just off the tongue, winging it as best in these moments. But I do want to mention something along the lines of like the, the shadow leader um, reporting in um, uh, Zaylin retrieved head back to Loth's Embrace as we do know Loth's Embrace maybe even um, Drokar like mention Drokar's name use the information that we got from our questioning Sounds like and try to get them to return might interject like if he sort of raises this before um, she might sort of be as like do we really want to bring them on our trail? I mean, we could probably just as easily convince them that she, I mean, she's not here with us. Like, we didn't find her. And then, well, you know, either... Not, not getting them to come to here, just telling them to head back to Loth's Embrace. But, I mean, if it, if Zaylin's disguise self was anything like uh, Ember's disguise self, that would only last an hour, so... And it's flawless. They were trailing her, but no. Was it like an infinite disguise? You don't think so? Yeah. So I was like, you know, assuming that I would guess that they've probably gotten some sort of hide or hair of her by now, just given the durations of the spell. I hear an idea. Maybe send them to a location that they're probably never going to find. Zaylin likes getting support from people. Why don't we say that we've found out that Zaylin's um, destination is the Society of Brilliance Tower. Oh, hell yeah! They're never going to find that, or at least it's going to be very yeah. difficult for them. We caught up with the other adventurers, it wasn't her, uh, but we did torture out of them that uh, Zaylin was going to the, yeah, the Society of Brilliance Tower. And it's deeper in the Underdark, she plans on going to the surface world, it's in the complete opposite direction. Again, unless I've already seen her, and then they're just like, she's going to double back, but, you know. It should at least give us some days to get away. I mean, that, that's good, yeah. too, because if we happen to, I mean, you were saying you're interested in going to the Society of Brilliance. I mean, I don't love the idea of sending a bunch of angry, murderous drow after the Society of Brilliance, but 
there's a way that we can get there quite quickly and get back quite quickly that only the Svartnebla know. If you wanted to, I mean, warn the Society of Brilliance, or let them know, give them prep. You could also get them in on the lie as well. They could send them off on a further wild goose chase. Okay. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> Harry, Harry, you might. This might save your life. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Shadowblade Captain reporting in. Zalen unfound. Accomplice interrogated. Final destination: Society of Brilliance Tower. Meet en route. Could you please roll me a persuasion check with advantage, please, Bartholomew? The training from Lyra and Ember. Really helping to sell this. Fuck yeah. Um, I've done it the old-fashioned way. I forgot to double-click on it. That's okay. 21. 24, please. 24. Alrighty. There's a moment of silence and then a response. Chasing Zalen towards surface. Confirm. Definitely Zalen en route. Now, I would say en, en route to society of on en, en route to Brilliant Tower. Um. Okay. Uh, as that response. That now sending stones. This is spoken ver- verbally to everyone around to hear. You can you can oh, hear it very quietly. I know a little bit about it, but I'm not going to say that um, Barton knows too much. Probably saw Dad using a couple of them speaking to nearby political parties. Lyra, can we use it again now? Do we talk right back? Uh, How do these work? Does hers... I think Lyra's has a delay. Isn't it like 24 hours or something? I know my piece I can't use too often. Is this the same? How do magic items work? How do magic items work? Uh, How do magic items work? <laughs> I think we've got the name of our episode. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll look, I'll try. Um, Wait, does the what the sending stone that we have that we were given to by Mira, did, that's just a free use one, right? Uh, it's, it's yeah, so, so without giving too much away, the sending stone that you have to Mira is a normal sending stone. Okay. But these yeah. don't look exactly like that. Uh, these, are, these do look a bit okay. different. Uh, it's that dark, um, dark like gray, purple rock. It does look a bit different. Yeah, and it I'll, did sound like they were expecting a reply. I'll reply back. I'll attempt to. Um, Plans to double back or something. You dare question me. Double back, you're being fooled. <gasps> oh no. For a moment, Bartholomew, there's no response. Fuck. Then you hear. Don't forget your place, Captain. We will rendezvous en route to Society of Brilliance Tower. One of them is captured, bringing prisoner en route. I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, I don't want to be prying too much because it'll come off as suspicious, I think, but that instantly makes me think. Um, All of you hear that. 
Uh, shit. I'll quickly look towards everyone. Do they do they mean Harry? I, I don't like think I should ask, but the... it has to be. He's the only one unaccounted mm -hmm. for. Ember's like, yeah. If they got if they've got Zaylan, they're not going to be saying we've got one of them. They're going to say we've got Zaylan. You're being fools. Okay. They've been, fo I... they've been following us for days. They must have. Oh no, they must have. Okay. Got I know. I I think I know. Um, I think I know. Uh, we can't leave too long between replies. <clears throat> Keep him alive. I want to question him myself, Drokar. The stone doesn't reply. Fuck. Silence. Fuck. We're assuming it is Drokar that is on the other side of that oh, stone, yeah. right? It was a female voice that responded, correct? Okay, okay. I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident. Wow, it was okay. a gamble. It was. Uh, I'll admit, uh, <laughs> Bart looks. It was a gamble. I'm sorry, but I, I'm fairly confident. I mean, I like you know, solidified yeah. our story. If it, if that was Drokar. The dead captain did say that Drokar was the person to talk to. That would make sense, maybe, like logically, for them to have the other. I feel like there's no holes in our our story now, but that does mean that <sighs> the Society of Brilliance after Blindenstone, maybe not the Durugar as we need to retrieve Harry. Well, we yeah. need, we, we need think... to save Harry if he's been captured. Well, yeah. Well, if you... I mean, we don't have to go direct to Blindenstone. If, you're, if your goal is to get to the Society of Brilliance Tower, there's there's shortcuts Fuck. through the Underdark. We can go there quicker. Ah, that rabbit friend of yours has messed things up. We, the plan for this was to send the, the drow into a direction that we know would be difficult to find. How the fuck do we find the Society of Brilliance Tower? We, we know where it is. We have gnomes. We have you the gnomes. We know, we know where it is. It's not It's not far from Lindenstone. There's a secret known way to get there well, quicker. Yes, but... I know you, you said that the other night, but to be honest, I didn't speak because I wasn't trying to be rude, but I don't really believe you. No, no, no. The, the, the right... All right. Fuck you very much. All right. Look, fuck you too, Noose. Um, you, what you knew, you were talking about it, and you were making it sound as if the tower moved. How can a tower move? Tower doesn't move. What are you talking about? Well, I knew of the Society of Brilliance Tower in another direction. So unless a tower crawls along the ground... There's well, more than the one way to get to a destination. Walking's the, way, the worst way. We gnomes try not to. You're out in the open, exposed. I, at this point, I'm just going to put a hand on... on, on, uh, <laughs> on uh, like... Bart's shoulder and be like, you, you know what? I think it's been a bit of a high, tense situation for the last couple of minutes here. I think... I think we should all just take a bit of a breather and, uh, you know, just, 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 I think we're all under a little bit of stress here. I don't mean too much, um, badness by it. Noose was in the mines for him for a while. You know, I, I jest here. I just, I jest in the forms of calling names. I, I am just worried about him. Um, the drow. Wait, hey guys, it's... from what you, oh, sorry. Oh no, Ellie, go. Uh, sorry. Um, oh, Lyra, go ahead. It's so funny hearing like oh, Niles's voice being. Oh, oh Ellie, go. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I was, I was just gonna say, um, sort of trying to like you know just finding a stick or something and just drawing in like the dust and dirt. Uh, mm. She's gonna try and sort of get the gnomes to help her sort of put together a bit of a map. It's sort of like, okay, so yeah. we're here. You know, we know that Harry and Zaylin were going towards the entrance, so assuming that they're you know near the entrance over there. Can you draw the like the most likely path that those drow would likely take to get to the um, 
the tower, essentially. Because we point. said we're going to be en route, not at the tower. So and we hopefully... could try and ambush them along that way somewhere. Yes, and hopefully it's not back through where we are, because that would be a bit problematic. Unless we could wait here for them. I mean, if they have to come this way anyway, we could set up a bunch of traps but and, like, go surely home, alone there would be... home alone. Surely <laughs> there would be other paths <laughs> that they could take in the Underdark. It's not just one tunnel. There'd be caverns and other things. Uh, but Gook, uh, Nurse, uh, what, what do you think? Gobbledy raised his hand. Uh, <clears throat> I think you'll be actually needing my expertise here. I'm... Uh... Oh! Bit of a cartographer Good myself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I helped design and, and and plan out a number of the secret tunnels that the Svetnibblin used to get around this place. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. You not like the back of your hand. Ah. Uh, I know the back of my hand a wee bit better. We, we try well, not why to. Why are we so too. lazy in the mines then? Your digging was lackluster. Yeah, I know. I smack him on the back of the head again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna look. I, I know where my strengths lie, and splitting rock is not one of them, right? Unless it's to like carve a pathway through for a, a brand new rail line. You watch as Gobbledy, oh. like bit of a proud moment, puffs his chest up. He's like all, all like three and a half feet of him. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, not a brag. Niles looks, Niles looks visibly like, oh, good for you. Like very happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I can do you one, uh, do you one better, do you one better, Lyra. I've actually, uh, I've actually, if, if you can give me a little bit of paper, uh, maybe a. Bit of charcoal. I mean, I've got a bit of charcoal in my pocket. If you can give me a bit of paper or a surface to draw on, maybe like this stone wall over here, I can sketch out a rough estimation and tell you exactly where the drow are going to be. Christian, not just Bart, hates this. Uh, I went to uni for a, a couple of semesters for town planning before I dropped out because of how boring as shit it was. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you mention that this is actually this character is based on a guy I met during my masters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he's trying to talk about tan planning and highway designs being interesting Bart is just zoning out at this point Thrain's now, with but... you Thrain like walks and goes, <laughs> what, what is this tiny man talking about I, I, I cannot for this like maps fine but boring maybe you and me can actually get behind the group and start hurrying this up a little bit we should be traveling right Thrain this... yeah I, I want to know where this big tower is that moves or not moves not, not to waste time with maps and drawing. Just tell us where. Huh? You can't tell us. Clearly you don't know it well enough. Yes, I agree. I'm going to sort of round Kongchi behind and try to start, like, ushering everyone. Oh, hey, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. As the, as we, the kids are saying these days, let's, let, let him cook. Well, we can walk and talk, can't we? <laughs> you not have parchment and uh, charcoal? We have charcoal, but no parchment. I don't think anyone has any parchment. No. Oh, actually, I don't know. Have a quick peek agents, but... Thrain, you're um, grey-skinned and big. Can we draw on your back? No. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> you want me, to, you want me to, to undress in front of you? Uh, Blue-grey, thank you for a start. You want me to undress in front of you and then you try and, like, scrape charcoal on my back to make me filthy? Yes. I do have some uh, research notes, but I don't know if there's any blank pieces of paper and then I took a bunch of them though there might be something muscle as chiseled as yours actually, is nice and flat actually you have Davy and Hornsorrow's journal I do yeah there's a whole <laughs> bunch of blank pages in the back yeah, he, did, he didn't fill it he died before he could fill it yeah. so like yeah as 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 Thrain like picks up Gobbledy and puts him on his shoulder then Noose then Gook like, hey whoa 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 I, 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 I'm supposed to be drawing on a cave wall no it's too long you walk 
Well, I walk, you ride, I guess. Uh, as you guys begin moving along, Niles, you panned up Davian Hornsorrow's journal. Gobbledy pulls out a, uh, a small stick of charcoal and begins drawing a map for you, Lyra. Now, before we wrap up, I want to jump back to Harry briefly. We're going to come oh, come back in yeah. with you guys next session. Harry. Yep. Your vision slowly begins to return. But it's your hearing and sense of smell that come back first. You smell this damp, musty smell, which for a moment it takes you a little bit of time to to almost place before you realize it smells very much like the musky dankness of the Kuatoa cave. And as your hearing returns, you can hear the sound of water dripping on stone and the sound of feet moving. And then as you slowly begin to open your eyes, your vision swimming around you, it's almost entirely pitch black on all sides. But there's a soft glow coming from underneath you. And as you look down, you can see the ground moving underneath you. This semi-transparent, softly glowing material. Almost a little bit cool to the touch, pressing against your face as you lie down against it. And as you slowly open your eyes and look around, you can see you're lying, bound and gagged on a small disc of what almost looks like this soft, pale, glowing glass hovering above the ground. In front, you see a very familiar sight. The drow in the very elaborate chitinous armor, walking briskly. And as you slowly look up and turn your eyes backwards, you can see three more drow walking along behind, keeping pace with her. Suddenly the disc stops for a moment, and out of the gloom, Another emerges from the darkness, panting and puffing, dressed in long flowing robes. The one that escaped. You watch as this drow pauses, looks towards the, uh, looks towards the drow in chitin and goes, he's dead. They killed him. Chopped his fucking head off. That is where we're going to wrap up for tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you yeah. so much for joining us, everybody. It is uh, wonderful to uh, to have you all join us once again. Um, amazing, amazing plan. Just one slight little wrinkle. <laughs> yeah, I totally whoop. Yep, <laughs> it's fair enough. It's absolutely fair enough. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, Harry, as you look up, you can see this this mage. I, I, th- I thought we were going to get out in the first place. I, I didn't expect him to get the sending stones and, 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 and speak to the other group. I, that was yeah. brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. The sending stones was a really, really good idea. And and um, Oh, no, no yeah. I, mean, I mean before that. I thought I thought we persuaded our way out. Oh, that you'd just be able to, you thought you were you were all clear. Yeah, I thought twenty fives. We, we we were pretty convincing. Oh, you were you were very convincing. It was they, truth. It was, truth, it was lies yeah. based in truth. Yeah, which and they they did lies the spot. They ended up doing exactly what Bartholomew suggested, despite the fact that actually the captain, the one that you were, I, I was calling him captain. It's a Lothsworn drow group, and he's a male. There's no way he's going to be the most powerful person in that group. And ordering females. Oh, of course. Oh, because the Lothswans still are a bit more tiered than the uh, Damirian drows, yeah, than those who worship Damir. I did forget about that. 
no that's all good this is but that's exactly what a character would do you're in an unfamiliar yeah. location with with a culture that you're not we aren't we are first in like this is exactly the sort of stuff and this this is what yeah. makes for such good viewing and so much fun for me as a dm because uh this is this is uh, excellent. Can't, can't wait to see how you guys get out of this one <laughs> escape though well harry did she as far as Harry knows, she escaped. Yeah, I mean, as you look around, Zaylan's not bound and gagged with you on a, a tense's floating yeah. disc. Um, you know, you know, you know, I, you know what I am beginning to wonder though. Like this, yeah. we've gone to a lot of fucking effort for this lady. Like, and I, I'm beginning to think, like, was did we bet on the wrong horse? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It's I'm not as simple as that. You know, I never. I always like no, to have levels of complexity. It's yeah. not as simple as that. There's no. There was no betting on the wrong horse here. Like. Either, either option was going to be complex and there's going to be shades of grey here. Even with the plan going sideways and Dave, you being taken at the moment, um, mm -hmm. Bart still wanted to help sort of get the jump on the drow, even yeah. if the plan had gone perfect 100% and that guy hadn't survived. So there is the plan of trying to find some form of spellcaster in Blendenstone, or even when we arrive to the Society of Brilliance, they'll definitely have someone and get them to do a scry on your hair. Yeah, getting the hair was a good idea. Even, even uh, we're going to be, uh, like, in my mind's eye, we're going to be at a tower um, with a, some sort of divination wizard. We're like, okay, they should be nearby. And then suddenly they mm -hmm. see, like, fucking Menzel Barons and a bunch of, like, noble Gothic houses. And then we'll, then we'll know. So no matter what, it's, it's going to head yeah. in the right direction, fingers crossed. <laughs> and yeah, I, tell. I definitely, yeah, I definitely don't think it's as simple as, as Zaylin bad. These drought good. Like I don't think it's that that simple. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how it's all transpired. I was I was mentioning yeah, instead of uh, on a on a disc, Harry being like bound on like a spit roast thing. Well, I mean, I did, I did consider that for a moment, but then yeah. that would mean that the drow would have to sully their hands by carry like, carrying yeah. you, which is not on the cards. Yeah. Um, not when Tense's floating disc does the same thing much easier yeah. for them. <laughs> and it's it's a spell that gets horrendously underused in D anD D. So uh, if I can mm -hmm. find a chance to to shine a bit of light on some of my favorite fun spells that have no combat function Tense's at all, Tense's floating disc is one of your favorite spells, just because it's like you can do it's really cool so creative. It's just underused. It's, it's so underused, and because, because like yeah. it, it's it's one of those spells that like if you can be really creative with it, there's a lot you can do with it. Well, the worst part is people always want to use it, so like parties would like to use it to be able to like traverse over a gap. Yeah. The problem is that it needs no. something underneath it by like five feet. Yeah. It's just yeah. a, gl a glorified, glorified airport uh, escalator that just yeah. goes long ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's it essentially have... it's essentially a litter, but you can use it for some really cool things. One of the things, for example, and this is a massive giveaway. It's good Simon's not here. Simon can cast spells through his familiar. If he was to cast Tense's Floating Disc through his familiar, and you were to load up that with, like, explosives, for example, you could have his familiar fly into a location transporting, like, a couple of kilos of explosives and then detonate with the flame spirit. Like, there's a lot of creative stuff you can do if you start yeah. to think outside the box with these spells. And that's why it's one of my favorites, because you, you can do cool things with it. And it's, it's so underused. How far? How fast? How fast? It follows Thanks, you, please. however fast you're moving. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So there's this stuff you can do with the uh, tenses. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for coming and joining us. We are going to go and uh, raid. I think we'll go raid Corsair's Cove, who Ooh. are playing, it looks like, a single-page TTRPG. So this will be one of their uh, their little micro-TTRPG nights, which would be great fun. We'll go raid Josh the Pirate. 
For those of you watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button if you're listening on YouTube and you haven't already. Although if you've made it to, uh, I think this is episode 40, um, I'm assuming you probably have hit the subscribe button. So thank you so much. Um, Otherwise, we will see you all again for the next episode. Stay safe, stay well, and we'll see you again really, really soon. Until then, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.